Ladies and gentlemen, Legionnaires, welcome to this, your Legion of Myth live stream. Now, normally you'd be hearing the dulcet tones of, of Alex, but today you're not. On this episode 255 on the 28th of March, our final episode, he's gone. He's in chat, though. You can hear him there. And of course, there's me, Brett Heathen Dog Grismer. But today we have a special guest, our producer, the man of the hour, Sleeping Beauty himself. Say hello to, to John Maxley Auschlow. Well, first of all, let me apologize directly to Garthon, because you know I would light him up if I saw this situation. So sorry, Garthon. And I, I expect to be fully lit up for that one. And uh, it's 3 a.m., apparently. I learned that the hard way here in Germany right now. So yes, hello. And uh, thank you for being here for our last, a very special episode of, of the Legion Myth Weekly Livestream. Mm-hmm. And uh, today we have some uh, some special stuff for you. Mine, I am going to end out, round out, bookend, whatever you want to say, however you want to call it, my Star Trek Adventures tabletop gaming fundamentals with character creation. And I got the whole thing in one episode. Ha! <laughs> Check that out. That doesn't happen all the time. But the character creation, for the most part in this game, spoilers, is good. And then after that, we're going to give out some games and whatnot. But then after that... We're going to talk Maxi Al Celestial Wisdom. He had bought himself a graphic novel. That's right, people. A comic book. Cyber Frog. Blood Honey. Blood Honey. And he's got some pictures to describe what Blood Honey is. And they're... Well, I'm not going to spoil it. After that, he's going to talk about the Year Zero engine. And all... Not all, but most of the games it comes with. Is it all? Um, no, there's no. going to be two that are missing and I'll identify that. Okay, good. All but two of the games that the Year Zero Engine uh, flavor comes in. And uh, he's going to explain the uh, differences and similarities in all of them. And give you a brief overview on how to play any of them. Not not expertly, but competently. That's what we're hoping for. And after that, in the RNG, we are going to talk about, well, us. And you. Because we're going to talk about the survey results that we gave everyone to... Uh, to um you know give us information on what we need to do to change and apparently most of you said get off the air scum so that's what we're doing no kidding no none, none of you said that well no one guy said that but we don't listen to him um real quickly <laughs> yeah uh, are, is is there an echo coming through from me if no. so then i gotta put my headsets on i didn't get a chance to test that because you know sleepy got it here. yeah uh, nora had to give you a kiss to wake you up from your mystic slumber we understand uh yeah. Well, I, I did hear myself a little bit before, but I don't now. So that's good. I mean, I, I... No, it's fine. It's fine. You don't have to. It's fine. I did. I said I don't know. Easy. <laughs> 19 people answered the survey. 20 different opinions were noted. That is correct. Someone is spoofing. No echoes. You're both good. See, Bob Bob knows what he's talking about. Bob, Bob's got it down. Bob that's fine. It. I still did. It was a real quick change, and you can hear me, so it's all okay. good. All right, and here is the information. This is the last time you hear this in a while, so please pay attention. Good stuff here. Okay, first off, these are the games we're giving away today. Got South Park Fractured Behold, XCOM, with the uh, with the uh, DLC, I mean within. We have the Crusader Kings 2 Dynasty Pack. And there's, there's an important caveat that Maxiao is going to tell you when the game comes up. And Might and Magic 10 Legacy which I like that game. I, I've played that game. I like it. So that's why I put it in here. 
I haven't played the Might and Magic series in so many years. Oh, God, I I remember playing, like, two, I think. <laughs> yeah. was a long time ago. But remember, you have a, we have to have a minimum of 10 people to enter each of these games to active to really activate the giveaway. So if, if 10 people don't get in on the roll, then we're not going to roll. And I'm going to sell it to someone in Russia. That's what's going to happen. There's wow. That. That's right. And this is our streaming schedule, our continued streaming schedule. Tomorrow at 9 p.m., you're going to see uh, Lunar Silver Star Story with Garthon. And then uh, at 11 a.m. Monday, uh, Sherris and I, and maybe my fault if she's still on furlough, will be playing Seven Days to Die on a brand new modded server. I got custom zombies that are crazy. I, I still I... want to know how you kill those Texas zombies. I mean, the Yetis? I don't know, the ones that have the, the cow faces. And... Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I did kill one in the last stream. It took me about five minutes because we're really low level. But uh, uh, I think there's a quote from Sheris. Uh, Why is it green? Why is it crawling? Oh, my God, it's got knives. That was the first <laughs> special zombie that he found. That was pretty fun. And then at 8 p.m. on Monday... Uh, my fault, Southsmouth, Sheris, and I are playing Dead by Daylight, and sometimes Mar Hawkman comes in there too. Uh, maybe not now because this game is not his forte, and I understand that. I get it. Uh, we'll be playing uh, Dead by Daylight. If you don't know the game, that game is uh, you are living in a B slasher flick, B horror movie slasher flick, and you have to escape the supernatural killer that wants to sacrifice you to a uh, Cthulhu type god. So, yeah. So, Friday. Yeah, there you go. It's like, just like every Friday. Exactly. And then uh, we skip on Tuesday because everyone has to have their day of rest. So do we. And then Wednesday, we have more Seven Days to Die at 11 a.m. Thursday, 8.30 p.m., we got more Dead more dead by Daylight. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I saw it twice, and it freaked me out for a second. But more Dead by Daylight, but this time with Garthon and not Sauce Mouse. Well, actually, maybe Sauce Mouse because, again, he's on furlough, too, and bars are closed. Then at 11 a.m. on Friday, we have Deep Rock Galactic, and we have a string of folk coming at there. We have me, we have Max Liao, we have Raven's Lair, we have Sheris, and sometimes Sauce Mouse, and all kinds of folk Noro. playing that game. Noro, sometimes, maybe if we force her to, whole thing, do that. But uh, Deep Rock Galactic, if you don't know that game, that game is uh, a bunch of space dwarves mining and killing bugs. That's the job. That's what we do, and we do it adequately. There it is. And and it happens on occasion. It happens on occasion. Uh, ad adequacy just. I think a lot of falling us. and people going splat into crevices happens more, but happens more than you'd like. But there is no OSHA in space, so neener neener nana. And then on the deuce. We have Wednesday's Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky. Maxiao tackles that JRPG, and so far he's having a good time. It's slow going. Sometimes you got to grind. That's what that's what these RPGs are all about, man. Sometimes you got to grind. Thanks to Danger Dying, I have not played in like two weeks. <laughs> well, then it's going to be a fun time next Wednesday. <laughs> and then Thursday, we have Portal Nights with Maxiao and Noro, the husband and wife team up, where they go through couples counseling together, building stuff, kicking Max off of stuff. It's all good. We all love it. And then, of course, uh, he'll be simultaneously streaming at 11 a.m. on Friday, the Deep Rock Galactic scenario. So you can see it from two different views. My view, the correct view, and his view, the incorrect view. Okay. So mine's more fun is what you're saying. But also incorrect. 
All right, now, if you want to look at us on Twitch TV slash Legion of Myth, we're out there with our Legion of Myth Prime channel. And you can see uh, my team-ups, uh, Garthon's Retro Games. You can see any kind of Let's Plays we're going to do. And you know what? Since uh, since we're not doing the live stream, maybe Saturday night, me, Garthon, maybe one of us will get on there and just do some random stuff. Just random stuff, so check out for that, you know. Then Elysium Myth 2, The Deuce. Max Liao, it's our secondary channel. The year, the year of the JRPG. Once he finishes Trails in the Sky, he's going to try something else in the same vein. And remember, on The Deuce, for every 1,000 biddies that you give to old man Max, he will start up a, a role for a free game. So check that out. He's like 460 biddies away last time I checked. Nah, I'm, I'm only like... 200 something away 200 bitties away from a free game so you spend two bucks you get the greatest raffle on the planet there you go baldahar wants to know what happened to shara that's her name and uh i i don't i don't even know where i am in the game anymore i went to the final city and there you go there it is sometimes Maybe she'll be back good deal all right and if you miss any of this you can go to our youtube channel all of our segments are parsed out so you get just the segment that you want. And of course, we get highlighted video game streams, fail reels by Max Liao, and any of the recorded tabletop RPG content that we provide. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter when we get changes. We're going to do it on Twitter. We're going to do it on Discord as well. Discord is where it's happening for us. That's pretty much where, where I am pretty much all the time. Uh, you can message me on Discord and I'll probably be there to answer whatever. I'll, I will. You can chat with us. That's fine. It's cool. I love it. You love it. Everyone loves it. And remember to shop our gear. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. I suppose it doesn't have to say all new there anymore. No, it doesn't have to because it's, you know. It is pretty new still. It is pretty new. Like, what, a month and a half? Uh, I, hey, I'm wearing months? the new polo shirt. Oh, good for you. That's, it looks good. It looks good. Strap, <laughs> strapping old man. That's what you are. So get yourself some, spread the love, wear the gear so people know what you're about. Nothing, I guess. I don't know. But we want to thank all of the people who made this possible. Uh, Gareth Garrett, gave you the quote. Impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, find love with the Legion of Myth gear. There Not you go. Not just love, true love. True love. True love. <laughs> I want to thank all our Patreon members, Gary M, Brian H, Sheriff, Reese, Aaron. Thank you very much. All of our Twitch followers and subscribers. Zahn, thank you very much for all the help you've done. I hope that you, you can find some of, our, some of our game content and like it, love it, and, and come by and talk to us. We'd love to hear that. Jamie Jen, Sean Paxlayer, gift subscriptions. Zahn, again, way at the top. Sean Butts and Synthetics and Jinsa are tied for five bronze. years and Zahn's still going to be on the top. I mean, that's, it's probably right. It's probably right. Zahn, Zahn is a, he, he makes it rain and I appreciate making the grass grow. That's it. Just thank you very much to everybody. Yes, everybody here. Appreciate it. Now this is our rating system. Obviously we're not going to use a rating system today. Why not? There was a rating on your comic. I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, Okay, then we're going to use the rating system. So we're going to find out if it's one half star horrible or five stars extraordinary. I don't know that Max Liao has said anything was extraordinary in his life. So I'm not taking that back. <laughs> well, I'm extraordinary. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Anything real was extraordinary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, burn. 
All right. Which made my throat go crazy. All right. We're going to do the disclaimer now. I got to get my announcer voice going. <clears throat> the opinions and commentary expressed in this episode belong solely to the individual commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, this content is not targeted toward children under the age of 13 and may include the occasional use of foul or offensive language. And most likely will be in today's RNG segment because you're going to ask questions and we're going to answer honestly. And some of that will require cussing. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. Aren't you glad I added that little thing in that there? That was good. That was good. I like that. That was the class act right there. All right. Oh, and we start our first giveaway right now. Look at that. That's right. Might and magic 10 legacy is going to open up as soon as Max uh, uh, clicks on that button. And Should be good because I had that one ready. Outstanding. Exclamation point legacy. And you can get in on this game. And you can enter throughout my segment. Don't worry. The bot will tell you that if you're entered, if you type it in and you've spelled it correctly and nothing happens, you're already in. Don't fret. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Getting a bunch of people in there. That's good. Don't panic. What's, uh, what's that? Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide? That's right. Hitchhiker's Guide. Cover the book, man. Don't panic. All right. Let's move on to the first segment. Ladies and gentlemen, Legionnaires, welcome to Heathen Dog's Tabletop RPG Fundamentals. Today, we are going to talk about Star Trek Adventures. More specifically, we are going to talk about character generation. So let's just get to it. All right. First, let's look at the game itself. The publisher, Modifius Entertainment, came out in 2017. Chief designer was Nathan Dowdle. And if you want to buy this yourself, which can't recommend only under specific circumstances you can you go to drive through rpg you can get the hardcover and a pdf for 61.87 if you go to ebay you can get the hardcover for 44.75 but if you go to amazon you can get the hardcover and i checked it out also the pdf for 37.86 so that's your good deal right there that's where you want to be although currently uh amazon shipping is about 28 to 35 days behind unless it's essential items so bear that in mind okay bear that in mind i gotta ask you a question shoot regarding this game okay. so i i know your feelings on it anybody who can, can watch the last episode yep uh if they rewrote the book in a manner that was actually like a technical manual like you should write yep uh would this be a fun game that is my main uh, stumbling point on on saying someone should buy this book. Because if you buy this book and you don't know anyone who already knows the system, you're going to have a bad time. You're going to have a bad time. Because the index was written by a five-year-old. And all of, the, all of the technical information is written in narrative form. Which means it's as if a Commodore or an Admiral is telling your character the rules to the game in their universe. Which is ridiculous. It's a great story, but it's horrible for learning information. Horrible. So, yeah. 
If they did that, then yes, I would recommend people buy this because it has some really strong points to it. Character generation being one of them. So speaking of character generation, let us check out what we're going to look at today. We're going to look at the life path creation. There's two different ways to make a character in this game. The life path creation and the gameplay creation. The life path creation is uh, is the suggested uh, form because you, you go through in the beginning before your character is, you know, sees the light of day on day one, he is he or she is completely made, okay? In order from where you were born to your current assignment. The, the gameplay creation is you create some of your character and the first day's gameplay rounds out all of the missing pieces, which is harder. Unless you have a seasoned group, I don't recommend that part, that uh, section of character creation. So I'm going to stick with life path. Now, in the life path creation, all of your attributes start at seven. All of your disciplines start at one. Now, your attributes are, you know, just like any of the attributes, any of the role playing strength, dexterity, stamina, wisdom, whatever. You know, seven is not average because the max you can start off with is 12. All right. But you are Starfleet. They have standards. This, is, this isn't the average population here. Okay. These are higher standards. So minimum you're going to you're going to have 7 in in everything and your discipline start at 1 now discipline at 1 means you are trained just not experienced at all because your in Star, starfleet trains you for everything trains you for everything now whether you use that or not well that's circumstance or where you're stationed or your aptitudes whatever but starfleet makes sure you have proper training before they put you out of starfleet academy now, your maximum discipline level can be nine at character generation. And you can only have, I'm sorry, five at character generation. You can only have one five. Just like your attributes, your maximum is 12, but you can only have one 12. So if you have a five, your next discipline stat can only, as high, only be as high as four. If you have an attribute of 12, your next highest attribute can only be as high as 11. I mean, if you can wing it, you can have all 11s after that first 12, but I don't think you're going to wing that because that's not how this works. Now, like I said, this is a flow, flow chart type character generation. So you go from where you were born all the way through your early life events, how you were raised, Starfleet Academy, what you learned, and then two, uh, two things that happened during your career that shaped you into the officer you are now at the start of the game. And we're going to go through all that. The first thing we're going to go through is species. What race are you? And just let everyone know, I randomly rolled everything. Now, um, now how many species does this include? It depends on the time frame that you want your game to, to be in. If you're, if you're going uh, original series, obviously there's no Trill. There's, there's no Betazoid. There, there's no a lot of stuff because, you know, in the original series, they had Vulcans, Andorians, Tellarites, Denoblians, excuse me, humans. And that was basically it. Now you you get into uh, you get into later on, you get into TNG, then you you or stuff like that. Then you more races open up. I'm doing mine. I rolled on TNG because in this book, that gives you the most options. Betazoid, Trill, um, you, you any you can't do races that are not in Starfleet. You cannot roll races that are not in Starfleet. So I couldn't get a Klingon or or a Romulan or or a Gorn or a 
Tholian. I, you, you can't roll that because they're not in Starfleet. Oh, I'm sorry, they're, 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 they're not in the Federation, so they can't be in Starfleet. Well, if I can't play a Tholian, I'm not playing this game. Well, then move along along. There you go. Now, the environment, unlike the Tholians where it's not a you know horrible temperature environment, we are talking about where you were raised. This is where your parents raised you. Could be on your home planet, could be on a colony world, could be on a ship, could be on a star base, could be a lot of stuff. I'm going to roll that one too. And then your upbringing. This is how you grew up. You grew up influenced by the people around you. And how did they influence your upbringing? We're going to find out. And then when you hit Starfleet Academy, what did you study? Were you red shirt for days? Red shirt all the way? Red shirts for life? Hashtag that. Red shirts for life. But maybe you were command. Maybe you were sciences. I don't know. We're going to find out. And then your career length. You have to choose. Are you a brand new officer? Are you an experienced officer or are you a veteran officer? Now, the thing is, in this one, there's no role. I had to choose one. Can't roll it. So I chose one. And then we got career events. Two events out of a long list of random things that happened to you during your career and how it shaped you and made you stronger. And then after that, we do the finishing touches. We add up all the all of the bonuses, put in all the minuses, put it on a character sheet. Bob's your uncle. There you are. Done deal. So let's uh, look Did at Did you play the original FASA version of Star Trek? No, I did not. The only other version of Star Trek I played was the tabletop game. Oh, the uh, Star Trek V Combat Simulator? Yes. That was fun. I know it was fun. It took. A, it was like Monopoly long, but it was fun. It's like Battletech, but in space. No, yeah. the reason why I ask is I can't remember. I, I know in Twilight 2000, completely different game, it was like that. But I can't remember if the original Star Trek, I think it had those kind of like life paths. Like you could keep doing, I want to enlist for another four years. Let's see what happens to my character. But I can't remember. And I wouldn't know. I never played it. That's too bad. Oh. Duncan says it's easy. I made a human character and then changed the name to the species to Tardigrade. That is not a race you can beat. Well, he just made it up. He hey, you know what? If, if you're the game master, you can modify the game all you like. Because unlike tractors, the, the uh, creator does not have control of everything to do with the ins and outs of this game. And yes, that, that, that was, that, I, I got that. That was, that was a right to repair hit. There you go. <laughs> All right. Topical. Let, topical. There you go. Topical indeed. All right. Let's move on to species. Okay. So you're rolling species. You don't want a whammy because to me, the whammy would be Tellarite. I hate Tellarites. They're little troll things. If you look below Max Liao over there, uh, the Tellarites on the far right, look at them. Ugly mug. Look at that thing. It's like nightmare fuel. It's awful. So I wouldn't want to be a Tellarite at all. So you can either select your species or roll. Each species will add three different attributes. It'll add plus one to three specific attributes, depending on what you roll. If you roll an Andorian or choose an Andorian, you get a plus one to daring, control, and presence because they're, they're very brash and loud people and very confident. If you're a human, you get to add plus one to any three attributes of your choice not all the same one no plus one to three different attributes and as you gain your species as a trait traits in this game are are uh descriptors of your character either generally or specifically in this case the uh, your trait being your species is a general descriptor of you if you also lose an arm 
one of your traits will be has only one arm. Or if you get a bionic arm, your trait will change from has has only one arm to has one bionic arm. So it, it's just it's just it's a descriptor to help you and the game master properly role play your character. It's fine. And then you gain a talent. On page 135 of this book, there are general talents. As long as you meet the requirements, which is why I put an asterisk there, as long as you meet the requirements, you can choose any talent from, from the general area at this time. All right, so what did I go? I rolled a trill. Now, if anyone has not seen DS9, the trill is a species that uh, uh, there, there are two different intelligent species on their planet. The, the trill which is the humanoid species and the symbiont, which is a slug type species that merges with the trill. And then their, their personalities and knowledge and memories merge into one. So being a trill, you get a plus one to your control presence and reason. And you get the trill trait because you are a, the race trill and you get a talent i chose the trill specific talent of joined if you're going to be a trill you're going to be joined with a symbiont i mean that's just why not i mean why wouldn't you so being joined once permission i can call upon the deep memories the hundreds of years of memories stored in the symbiont to to gain focus on for a single scene on any topic i want Focus uh, in, in increases the, your, your target number range. So it basically gives you a plus one to any skill you choose for that entire scene. You can do that once wow. per once per game mission. What, I'm sorry, what, once, once per mission, you can do that. So it's kind of a form of luck. No, no, it's, a, it's, it's more like a, mm, I want to say a, a once per mission, uh, machina type thing i guess i mean uh you uh, something happens like oh no i have that in my pocket you know stuff like that that's that's basically what this is oh one, one of my former hosts 120 years ago was an expert in that field so i can do this it's like i, I guess the machina makes sense i mean some games call it luck some games call it karma whatever but, yeah. I, but I get what you're saying okay yeah yeah all right so got species got the trill all right what do we got now sounds like the plot line to stargate yeah okay i can get that uh, trills probably are drug addicts so they can sleep. Uh, no, the the uh, symbiont actually shuts down when the when the host needs to sleep for that very reason. And they don't say that in the series. I actually read that in a DS9 book because I'm a super nerd. All right, so let's move on to the environment. This is where you were born, where where your parents had you, hatched you, laid you, whatever. So I rolled. Because you can choose or roll from home world, a busy colony, isolated colony, frontier colony, a starship or a starbase, or on another species home world. All of these are options. You roll a six-sided dice, you find one. Now, each of these gives you an attribute increase. All of them are different depending on the location where you grew up. On your home world, it is any attribute that your species trait gives you during character generation. So, for example... Uh, the Andorian we talked about earlier. If you were if you were also not only Andorian but raised on Andoria, you would get daring, presence, and what was the other one? Oh my God! I... Daring, presence, and control. Thank you. You could choose one of Good those job. to get another plus one. If you're a human, you can choose a plus one from anything. 
because humans get to choose anything. There you go. You also get a discipline increase. Again, it's different depending on the location that you were you were raised on. For instance, an isolated colony, you get a plus one to either engineering, science, or medicine. You get to choose, but only one of those three disciplines or skills uh, will, will get the bonus because of your environment. Now, you also gain a value. Now, values are, are the flavor that actually affects the game. All right, a, a value is what your character believes. Now, I'm explaining this because back in the, in the in when I did the system, I glossed over this and I didn't really hit it. So I'm going to hit it now. And the game wants you to make up your own. For example, uh, James Kirk, uh, one of his values is... Green chicks. Doesn't believe in the no-win scenario. That means when he is faced with a no-win scenario, he gets bonuses to overcome them because this 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 is you know uh, his his core beliefs gives him the extra drive to win, and that's called determination. But don't worry, when we get to determination, I'm going to explain that too. So what did I roll? I rolled starbase. Well, I rolled starship or starbase, and then I got to choose starbase. So what do I get? for being born and raised on a star base, I get an attribute bonus of plus one control. That's what I chose. You actually get three, but I chose control as my one. And as discipline, a plus one security. Hmm. And the value I got was people person. Now I chose this because I have, being on a star base, a busy star base, as a kid growing up, I have experience with lots of exotic species and exotic cultures. I can get on and get along with all so of them So not as a role-playing challenge. No, no, it just makes it easier. It, it, it doesn't give you a win. It just makes it a little no, no, bit easier. I, I figured playing people person would be a role-playing challenge for you. No, not at all. Not at all. I can lie like the best of them. Oh, okay. And that's what negotiation is. Structured lying. All right, so I, I get a bonus when uh, meeting a new person or, me, I'm sorry, meeting meeting a culture I've never I've never experienced before or uh, negotiating with, with a culture that, uh, that no one's ever done before, stuff like that. So first contact situations or stuff like that, I would be great at. And the talent I, to I chose was constantly watching. I get a talent, uh, it's, oh, it's below the line. How'd that happen? It's below the line, I'm sorry. If you look underneath me, you also gain a talent. And again, it's a talent that from uh, page 135, any of the general talents, you get to choose one as long as you make the prerequisites. I chose constantly watching. When detecting danger or hidden enemies, I reduce the difficulty of that role by one. Now, reducing difficulty means I need one less success to succeed. So instead of probably two successes, I would only need one success to succeed, which is great. It's a really good deal. Oh, he picked constantly watching too. Good job. All right. Uh, Lily says, so you have all the space STDs. Yes. Yes, I do. But they got a shot for that. I got a hypo spray for that. We're good. <laughs> All right. Now, upbringing. This is uh, how you were influenced during your formative years. And you're influenced by your environment. So uh, this is what your parents did. Your parents or guardian or whatever. Whoever raised you, they're the ones who influenced you because there's no more TV in the future. Now, you get bonus attributes depending on if you rebelled or not. Okay, if you if you uh, if you accepted your your parents' teachings, you get these bonuses. If you rebelled against your parents' teachings, you get 
those bonuses. For example, if your parents were Starfleet, true and true, and you accepted the Starfleet way of life from the beginning, you get a plus one to fitness and a plus two to control for this upbringing. But if you rejected Starfleet and said, to hell with Starfleet, I don't want to be like you, old man. I'm going to make my own way. Then you get plus one insight and plus two daring. It's different for each upbringing, but they have two choices, accepted or rebelled. And then you get yourself a discipline increase, depending on, again, which upbringing you roll or choose. You gain a focus and a talent, a focus depending on uh, which upbringing you choose. But a talent, again, like I said, page 130, I'm going to say page 135 a lot. And any, any of the talents there that you meet the prerequisites for, you can choose at this time. So what did I roll? I rolled business or trade. My parents were in the uh, self-sealing stem bolt business. All right. That's great. I rebelled against that because that's boring as shit. And I wanted to go into Starfleet, but they didn't want that because they wanted us. They wanted me to take over the family business. I rebelled. I gained plus one reason and plus two insight for that rebellion. And for the discipline, I gained plus one command. And the focus I took is negotiation because, you know, the people person thing, I figure I might as well add on to that, right? And that's the point of the life path creation process. You add on to what you got before. So in the, in the previous species and, and, uh, and birthplace, I now choosing things to add on to, to make my character better, grow at, at a logical pace, rate, and way throughout the character creation process. And talent, I took advisor. I figure this is like a, uh, my parents still would have me work in the family business. Then I then I would reject it. So I would learn to be to to have to be in an advisory role or a, you know probably an emeritus member of the board or something you know stuff like that. And when you're assisting someone using your command discipline, the other person gets to roll an extra d20 on whatever task you're assisting them on, which is great. They love that stuff. Uh, Duncan Idaho's character was raised by a black market smuggler and he rebelled for Starfleet because it had better bonuses. See, I'm not, I'm not doing the min max here. I'm not doing that. This is all random rolls, all random. Good for you. Thank you. Characters are more important than numbers. Bam. All right. Now Academy and career length. What did I choose or roll? No, normally you would choose which track you took as Starfleet Academy. Command, operations, or sciences. I rolled. Because, damn it, I rolled. And after that, you have to choose uh, your career length. Are you going to be a young officer, experienced, or veteran officer? Now, you don't roll that one. They don't have rolls. You have to choose one. Now, it says if you're doing the life path creation, it's best to start with experienced officer. But they said ultimately it's between you and the game master. So I decided to choose. What did I choose? Well, let's find out. I rolled command, luckily. Oh, man. If I rolled science, I'd have been so screwed. I rolled command. It was awesome. So, value. Everyone has something. Now, when I say that, this is what it means. I believe that everyone is good at something. And your job in life is to find out what you're good at, grab on, hold on tight with both hands, and run with it question about that value is that an additional value yes it is an additional okay, okay. value is an additional clarifying value. 
Yes. All these values stack. It's just, like I said, it's, it's adding onto your character as we continue this process. There is, there is no reduction here. Okay. And attributes, I get plus two daring and plus one insight. Disciplines, I get plus two for command, plus one engineering and plus one medicine. And for my focuses, I chose, you, you, you can choose anything from command or general. I chose Starfleet protocol to know Starfleet protocol. I chose diplomacy and composure. You know, the composure is good for any situation. It's good for a boardroom. It's good for, it's good for negotiations. And it's good when you're getting shot at by Romulans. All right. C composure is, is. What did you do to the Romulan? Oh, I probably shot him first because Romans are snakes. Yeah. And well, how I. How do I mute you? <laughs> you can't. And I chose veteran. I chose veteran because damn it, I want rank. And my, and when you, uh, when you choose your, your career length, you get another value. I chose Starfleet has your back. Now, this value is because everything that has happened to him, every scrape he's been in, every problem that's happened, every bad thing that's ever happened since he's been in Starfleet, his, his comrades, his fellow officers, and Starfleet in general has been in his corner. Unlike other officers, other place, he has never, ever had, had something happen to where Starfleet... It felt like Starfleet betrayed him or anything. Starfleet has always had his back. So he's always going to trust in that because it's a core value. And the, his talent is veteran officer. And when you roll, de when you spend determination, okay, here's determination. It goes, it goes hand in hand with value. Okay. Whenever one of your values becomes important to a role, let's say that, uh, Starfleet has your back. Let, let, let's say I am left on the planet and, uh, and, and the, 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 the shuttle pod goes up and the atmosphere is ionized and they can't transport me out. They say, hey, we, we're being attacked by Romulans right now. I'm saying Romulans a lot, but I hate them. And we will come get you as soon as possible, hunker down and hold tight. And Romulans are bearing down on my position. I will hunker down and hold tight. Because the Starfleet has, has my back, and I'm never going to doubt that. I can use a point of determination to make sure that that comes true. And d d determination will actually uh, decrease the, the target number of, of any, uh, any task that, uh, that is toward that goal, that, that, that goes with your value. Now, for, it, for a story hook, can that value be used against you? Yes, I was just okay. going to say that. Now, to gain more determination, the game master can challenge your value. For example, Starfleet has your back. In that same scenario, I have 27 civilian colonists. And the odds of all of them surviving this Romulan assault are very low, but... If I turn off my communicator and, and, and disobey orders and get them to a different cave system, it's more likely that, that uh, more of them will survive. Now, the game master will offer you a point of determination if you, if you break your value. Just this one time. Ooh. But if you, if you stay strong keep your value then you know then okay fine 
you know that it it's a it's a way for the game master to challenge your character because values can change through the course of gameplay your character can be convinced that his core value is outdated wrong or just plain stupid through gameplay and they can change i like that about this game i really do and when you are a veteran you get a rank of at least lieutenant commander that's lieutenant commander commander or captain you can't go above captain. You can't be commodore or admiral or whatever. You can't do that. As, as a player character, you can't do that. All right, so what do we got next? We got career events. You roll. Now, this, this is the only part so far that you cannot choose. Cannot choose. At all. You have to roll 2d20 and take the, your, your two life your two career events. These, these are the things that happen to you in Starfleet in your career. For example, if you roll a 1... Uh, your old your ship was destroyed, but you survived. What happened there? How did that happen? And you you get bonuses and whatever you know you learn from the experience. You get stronger stuff like that. Uh, a couple of mental issues, a psychosis or two. You know. Actually, that's the one thing I don't like about this game. Is during character creation, even if you roll something just demonstrably bad, as the ship you served on being destroyed, you get no minuses throughout any. It's only it's only positives. You only get positives from any of these things. This game needs a little influence from Palladium. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. So this is your big chance. This is your chance to, to break out, okay? If, if you can make a really good story for these events, you can actually, you know, get, get some really cool core values out of this. All right? And it's a chance to tell your character's story in a really dramatic or awesome way. Now, what did I roll? I rolled conflict with a hostile culture and required to take command. Now, of course, the hostile culture is going to be Romulans. This is what happened. I was in, I was a junior negotiator. This, I was a, I was a lieutenant junior grade. Okay. I've been in the service maybe three, four years. Tops. Tops. And uh, I was the I was a junior negotiator because of my skills to a to a negotiating team sent to a Romulan colony to negotiate for some mineral rights or something. Well, the Romulans never had any intention of giving us anything. They just wanted to get a starship there so they can take it over and bring it back to Romulus for nefarious ends. So we were there. We were obviously unarmed. And we were attacked by a Romulan assassin squad. Now, obviously, I survived. But I learned something. Number one, plus one fitness and plus one security. And aren't you a pe wait wait? Aren't you a people person? That's how the Tal Shiar say hello. Yeah, she yeah. just said hello back. Yeah, I didn't have a gun to say hello back. They had disruptors. And and since I did not have a weapon and found myself in grave danger, I learned myself some judo. That's right. I now have a focus on hand to hand combat. So whenever I, I'm in hand-to-hand -hand combat, I get a plus one to my target number for any rolls. And required to take command. Okay, this is the same event. This is this is the same thing. I just I just molded it in together. We were finally we we uh, we escaped our Romulan assassins. We were able to be beamed up to the ship. But when we were beamed up, it turned out. When I got to the bridge, I was the senior officer on the bridge at that time. There was no communication with engineering. There was no communication in medbay. They, they could not get a hold of anyone 
who had more either rank or time and rank than I did and was a, and was a bridge officer. So I had to take command and get the ship out of there. That's exactly what I did. I didn't fight the Romulans and destroy them and win the day. No, I ran. I ran away. Live to fight another day. It rhymes for a reason, people. Okay? I ran like a coward because cowards live. And I was responsible for and like... Starfleet's got your back. Exactly. And I was responsible for like 300 people at that time. So I got out. That's what I did. But... In doing so, I gained one daring, one command, and the focus of inspire confidence. Wait, because how do you gain a daring for running away? It's how I ran away. Use some kind of weird maneuvers uh, to chase them through uh, a, a Motara nebula. Whatever. You gain daring and one command. And the focus of inspire confidence. Because when I hit that bridge, no one thought we were going to live. Oh, look, L Lieutenant Junior Grade What's-His-Name is taking the con. Oh, awesome. I got my will, right? Yep. But no. I made my little speeches, did my thing, did my song and dance, made, made some good moves, and I learned my inspire confidence. So when I want to inspire confidence in others around me, I get a plus one to my target number to do so. Awesome. Awesome. Run like a girl. No, Ravensler, that is sexist. Run like Usain Bolt. That's not sexist because he's man. It's just he's the fastest dude I can think of that runs. <laughs> Running away is often the best way to protect people. That's true. That is absolutely true. Especially when you're responsible for the lives of hundreds of people. A people person that beats up people up when people do not listen to him. Interesting. No, it's smart. Baldahar? Smart. You start with diplomacy. You always have a stick behind your back. That's how. That's that's what negotiation is. Structured line. Was it talk softly and carry a big stick? There it is. Or phaser. Well, in this case, phaser. Yes. All right. Now we have the finishing touches. This is where it all comes together, people. There's no rolling here because the this is this is your flare. This is your chance to put flare on it. All right. You get to choose one more value. You get to check your attribute and discipline caps. Remember, in the beginning, I said you cannot have any attribute above a 12 and only one attribute at a 12. You can only have a highest discipline of five and only one discipline of five. Now, after you've done, after you've made sure all of that is true, okay, then you get a plus one to two different attributes. Still not breaking the caps. Now, if you do, because it is possible to have a seven discipline coming out of this. It's random rolls. You can get plus one security, plus two security, plus one security, plus two security. That could happen. You have to bring it down to five. And if you have another five, you have to bring that five down to four. But every point you took away, you get to choose to put those points anywhere else you want. As long as it doesn't break the cap. Same thing with attributes. If you roll in your life path creation uh, a certain way, you can get over a 12 in an attribute. You take it down to 12 and you put those points one for one in any other attributes you want. Now, when you're all done, this another thing about this character creation that I really love, it's really easy to know when and where you screwed up. You add up all your attributes. If they don't add to 56, you did something wrong. 
You add up all your disciplines. If they don't add up to 16, you did something wrong. If you don't have four values, four talents, and six focuses, you did something wrong. And you know exactly where you did it wrong, which is great. Unlike games like Champions, where, oh crap, all of my math over here is correct, but when I put it on the character sheet, I'm one point over. Where did that point come from? Start from scratch. Then you got to start from scratch, do all your math over again to figure out where the hell that point came from and where you made the mistake. Where in this game, if one of the numbers don't add up, you know exactly where you messed up and you can go back and find it. I love that. Okay, now, after this point, you calculate stress and damage bonus. Stress is a combination of vitality and wound threshold. I mean, if, if you've played uh, other D20 systems, you know what vitality is. If you played Earth on, you know what wound threshold is. They're a combination of both. Uh, I, I got into that during the system. And then you and then you get your details. The name of your character, hair color, height, weight, moles, scars, whatever. Back, your, you know, your, your, your uh, visual backstory, basically. And then you choose your rank and roll, and then your starting equipment. So here's what it looks like when it's all put together. What did I choose? Value. The value I chose is truth can be opinion. Because he learned that every race sees and or accepts facts differently. For example, Tellarites. If you give them information freely, they won't believe you. If you make them think they worked for it, if you make them think they uncovered it, that they outsmarted you and got you to say these things without you wanting to, they will believe it. That's got to be some sort of oxymoron somewhere. A Tellarite outsmarting anyway. I know, I know, I know. But as just an example, I mean, other species have, have these things where, you know, if you tell them something, you have to tell them something in the right way for them to accept it or else they will reject it even if it's true the universe over demonstrably true they will still say you're lying because you didn't you didn't form it in a way that they could swallow so when doing that he gets a bonus also he gets a plus one to fitness and daring because th those are the two i chose and plus one to security and engineering because those are the two disciplines i chose and i chose my rank as commander because damn it, go big or go home. I do not recommend any player character be the captain. Completely will kill the group dynamic. You have one person who is all-encompassing in charge. He is always calling the shots, no matter what. It's going to be weird. All right, Especially if you have a group that's not experienced with that kind of power structure. It's going to be weird. So let, let the game master be the captain as an NPC. Let that happen. All right. Give, give the other players uh, a means to go over your head or around your helmet or whatever. And the role I chose is bridge officer. He is, he is the uh, captain of the night shift. So, you know, captain and first officer got to sleep, right? They usually awake at the same time. Well, who's in charge of the ship? Well, Sometimes in the Enterprise, that, that's data because data doesn't have to sleep. Well, on my ship, that's me. Give it to a yeoman. I'm night crew, baby. That's how it works. You got the janitors there and they're sweeping around you. And... <laughs> Maybe so. Or the little robots. Maybe they have little, little, like, little high-tech Roombas. <laughs> like, like in uh, um, the Bruce Willis movie. Uh... Oh, crap. Uh, 
something about okay throw it up in chat throw it up in chat not talking fifth element are you fifth element there you go those little oh. those little droids that clean up things yeah those guys it's been so long since i saw that movie all right so let's take a look at my character sheet and i will embiggen it so everyone can see all right so i my name is jalen tanos and i'm a trill grew up in a star base my assignment is to a starship the game master will say which starship and the name of it and the background, all that stuff. My rank is commander. I have a business upbringing. And of course, my only trait right now, the only defining trait of my character is Trill. And that is unchanging because you can't change your race. And my attributes, 9, 8, 9, 11, 10, 9. Disciplines, 5, 4, 1, 1, 3, 2. Now, uh, What's really interesting is that I got my five command and a four security and I didn't have to adjust anything. It just turned out that way. It, the, the roll, the rolling turned out that way. There you go. Now the stress, I'm going to show you the stress. Stress is a figured characteristic of fitness and security added together. Stress is your vitality. When you reach zero stress, you become injured. Injured is a state where you can basically do nothing, another injury, and you will die. If you take five damage from or more from a single attack, you get an injury. Then, if you get to zero stress after that, you take another injury automatically at zero stress, and you die. Alright, so stress is pretty important. And determination. You, everyone starts with one determination. As the game master challenges you, you can gain or lose these throughout throughout actual gameplay. But you start with one. How easy is it to take that five points of damage? Uh, at it's one at one time. It's not easy. It's not. For example, uh, that that phaser type one that you see in my weapons. Now, if you remember the first two seasons of The Next Generation, they had those phasers that fit in your palm that you press with your thumb in between your thumb and your forefinger. Pew, pew, pew. You remember those? Those super tiny ones? Mm -hmm. Okay. These things have two challenge dice of damage. I get a plus four because you always add your security rating to whatever weapon damage that you have. So I get six dice. Rolling a one gives you one damage. Rolling a two gives you two damage. Rolling a three or four is no damage on that die. A five and a six is one damage plus an effect. So for uh, the two thirds of, of, of the dice you roll will have damage on them. One third will not. So uh, two of the dice out of my six I'm rolling will roll blank, give no damage. And the other, the other uh, four dice will most likely be one damage. Maybe two. So I can, at best, I can hope for four damage with that type one phaser. And a type two phaser, the ones you see later on in TNG, the ones that take up the whole hand and have that weird ergonomic grip thing, mm -hmm. those are only an extra die. So instead of six, it would be seven. So it's only one extra die. So maybe I could roll five on that one. Maybe. But remember, people can have armor, races can have natural armor, like, like Gorn have natural armor. You know, or you can have armor on like Klingons. Klingons wear armor all the time, takes away damage right off the top. So yeah, yeah. So, so getting five or more damage isn't as easy as you think. 
All right, let's take a look at the chat now. Fifth element. Thank you very much, everyone, for saying fifth element. Starfleet does have exocomps. Yes, they do. Uh, my character would have uh, Xanax and an insulin pump. No stress problems for Baldahar. Yeah. Okay. All right, Duncan says, uh, yo, I ain't going to die today. I ain't going to die tomorrow. I'm going to die age 204 fighting Kalos himself for the last last lazy boy in the nursing home. Y'all want a shot at that lazy boy? We run it. <laughs> that's funny. I think that sounds like you too. It would, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's awesome. All right. So let's go back to normal mode. And that is it. That You now have a character in Star Trek Adventures. And uh, if you want to choose instead of rolling around, I got lucky a lot. I mean, I, I would have rather liked human because I'm a humanist. I would have chosen human, but I didn't get Tellarite. So you know what? I'm going to call that a win. So everything else I was pretty lucky with. It, it had really flowed. I really liked it. So yeah, that was it. And I want to thank you for coming by. I really appreciate it. And uh, tell me what you thought of my tabletop RPG segment. You can go ahead and throw that in discord and Twitter. And what do you think about Star Trek Adventures? Now, go back and, and watch all my previous stuff so you can answer this question. What do you think, not only of my segments on Star Trek Adventures, but Star Trek Adventures itself? I think the book was written by an idiot, published by a fool, and thought up by someone who is heavily on several spectrums. That's what I think. All right? But maybe, maybe you don't. Maybe, maybe you have the PDF by hook or by crook. I don't know. Maybe you have the PDF and you look through it like, oh, it makes perfect sense. And this heathen dog idiot's a freaking moron. Okay, maybe so. Go ahead, go ahead and throw that in Twitter. Go ahead and throw that in Discord. That's fine. And if you like this video and want more, you can watch, uh, you can watch all the stuff on YouTube, on the VODs. Make sure to like and share with your friends who like tabletop games. This really helps our channel. I really like to do that. And remember to subscribe to the Legion of Myth Anime Comics and Games. And oh yeah, remember... Be a legionnaire. Yay. Yay, indeed. Are oh, you ready? Oh, time to pick a winner. Let's do yep. this thing. All right. Do this Close thing all entry, day. Uh, let, let me let's give them. You guys like to give like 20, 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. 20, 30, 30 seconds. seconds. 20, if you're not in the giveaway right now, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation point legacy. And you can jump in to get to have your chance to get Might and Magic 10 Legacy. Do that we now. We have 12 people in so we are giving this one away that's good so but if we can get any last stragglers in there before because the next segment is going to be awesome if i can get through it. i'm already hacking up a storm so uh no, I, so I just want to give a heathen dog credit for one thing i'm not going to go into why at least not here but uh, at least he was able to get through the book i got to like page 13 or 14 and, you know i've got to consider like 10 of them are table of contents and indices yeah, uh, I got to like page 14. I shut the cover and I will never go back to that book again. <laughs> Max Liao is is uh, is upset by by things that many other people can just let go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are we ready? We are ready. Hit it. OK. Closing entries. And I am picking a winner. Boom. Falcon's Lantern. Outstanding. Congratulations. And Please Matt, shoot. Uh, yeah. We're both in uh, Yeah, we're both in the same Twitch chat, so yep. shoot me your email address in Twitch chat. You're not going to get it until tomorrow. Uh, wait, wait. Well, if, you, if, you do, if you don't want to give your email address in general chat, then go ahead and whisper Legion of Myth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and whisper like, Legion of Myth your email address, and you will get that. Uh, that's what Steam key. This one's a Steam key. 
Uh, I think three of them are Steam keys, and one of them's a Uplay key. I, I forget off the top. Now, the South Park one, I want to say, is Uplay is because Uplay that's, one? Yeah. yeah, I think is Ubisoft. Yep. But uh, look, it's all free. I mean, I've got issues with the Epic Game Store, but I still wouldn't say no to a free game. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you wouldn't give them money, no. but, but you'd take a game. All right. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, Raven's Lair. I'm sorry. Don't cry. Don't cry, buddy. Everything's fine. Okay, so let me complete this one. And then I got to set this back up again. Yep. I can do it. You can do and it. And the next game is going to be, you can move a slide forward now. Right. Or did you already? No, I didn't. Next game is going to be XCOM plus the DLC XCOM Enemy Within. Oh, nope. nope. Those are two separate games. Two separate but games? What, but, but, but for whatever reason, I have written in my notes that they have to be given away together. Okay. All right. Well, mystery there, because I've never played XCOM, so I don't know. But exclamation point XCOM, once once the game goes live. Not yet. Not yet. Wait for it. The bot will tell you when, when the giveaway is live. I'm, I'm going to click the button. Go ahead and click the button, man. Do it. Starting the giveaway, and it should be open. Uh, There it is. There we go. Okay. There it is. Exclamation point XCOM. To win either this game and a dlc or both of these games who knows the winner will find out make sure to let us know later on all right tell you what right as my segment's about to start my throat is going bs crazy you want to you want to take a minute get a drink i'll go to uh i'll go to i'm drinking i'll go to big screen mode so you can take a minute all right thanks Raven says, like, get some tea. My wife gave me, like, 18, like, I got a, a thing of tea. I got a thing of chocolate milk. I have a thing of cold tea. I have a thing of other tea. I have a thing of coffee, coffee, and other coffee in front of me right now. He's got all the things, people. He's got all the things. Yeah. It's just, no, this sickness, man. Look, I didn't have corona, but like I was telling Heathen Dog, I kind of wish I did because at least that had the courtesy to try to kill you. Yeah, th this one just makes you suffer. Yeah, it's, uh, somebody's gonna be like, that's insensitive. You know what was insensitive was over a week of being sick of sore throats, then going into whatever this crazy pneumonia thing I think I might have is. To I think I gave myself a hernia. Thanks, Garthon. Yeah, uh, it's a coughing, a hernia coughing. Oh my, a la Garthon. There you go. It's uh, yeah. Okay, I guess I'm ready as I'm All ever right. gonna be. Okay. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, Legionnaires, welcome to Max Liao's Celestial Wisdom, where Max Liao will drop drop knowledge from on high to Aww. give to that's right, give to you your your personal Titan stealing from the gods. Let's check it out. All right, you know it's funny. I used to have people ask me all the time, "Why why is Celestial Wisdom?" Blah blah blah. There's actually a story for that. BT Mike probably knows what it is. Anyway, all right. So let me start this off right. Hello, Legionnaires. This is Max Liao with your daily dose of celestial wisdom. It is after three in the morning here in Germany. So this is going to be interesting. Since Garthon was not able to be here, and we absolutely must have a comic book review, I took it upon myself to take one for the team. Done some spandex and <laughs> find out I didn't need to wear spandex on this segment. Thank God. So... Feel free to comment during the segment, and I will respond to as many of them as Heathen Dog will let me when I am finished. Uh, Boom. 
just want to put that out there. So the book I want to talk about today is Cyber Frog Blood Honey by Ethan Van Skyver. Hopefully that's somewhat centered on the screen there. Yep. Uh, also known for Impulse, Green Lantern Rebirth, The Flash, Iron Heights, and some others. He is also the most well-known face of hashtag Comicsgate, a philosophy I, this guy, fully endorse with no reservation and no hesitation. And to correct a fallacy, it is not a right-wing movement. It is a movement of people of all inclinations and proclivities who put customers first, who don't like the shenanigans that have been infiltrating the comic book industry in recent years. Topics ah. we... Ah, what? Okay? No, I... I knocked my there you go wow is it was no I, I i knocked something off my desk and it landed on my keyboard that was like a fit of rage over what no. i was saying like what? no 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 i'm fine i'm fine okay um these are topics that we've touched upon here in legion myth as re recently as last episode all right so uh what slide are you on there yeah let's go forward to the credit slide you'll see that uh it was released i say winter 2019 and the reason for that is i don't know exactly what date he started shipping it i just got mine recently because of some crazy apo issues writer and anchor is ethan van skyver colors kyle ritter letters somni and uh well yeah that's it let's just move on okay <laughs> all right so what is this about the year is 1998 and the version of Earth in this comic is a world with mutants and villains and heroes. Oh, my! Unbeknownst to humanity, Deers is about to need some serious protection from an incoming swarm of space wasps known as the Vespas. That's right. Or I think he calls them Vespas, but I call them Vespas because it's a Y. Okay. To counter the swarm, a biomechanical alien species had the plan to incorporate its genetic material with a couple of humans. The purpose was to enhance, mentor, and train these humans with the new powers to protect the Earth. Sounds good. Unfortunately, time ran out and the expected humans were not to be found. Instead, the genetic material found its way to a frog and a salamander. So, Cyber frog and salamandroid. Okay, so, so, so failure on an alien level. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you know, the way, the way it's described in the book is, uh, hey, there should be some Boy Scouts here at some point. Oops. So... It's like in the middle of the swamp in Jersey. Pretty much lack of planning on their part, but okay. Look, they didn't have time to plan. They came from across the galaxy to go, oh, crap, this planet's in trouble. Hmm. So, all right. So uh, what were my expectations? Um, before reading this, look, I have to be upfront with everyone. I'm not a comic book nerd. Obviously, I'm not Garthon our comic book expert and reviewer. And as I stated in my Cyberfrog unboxing video, I only got this book because it includes anthropomorphic animals and cyborgs or robots. I mean, Heathen Dog loves to comment on the fact that uh, I have this thing for anthropomorphic animals. I run TMNT, got this game from Algarian called Shard, which has some amazing anthropomorphic art in there. So, you know, it's kind of my thing. That's really the only reason I got it. Because comics come in a 30-page picture book format, comic books rarely have enough depth and interesting content for me. I'm a tabletop RPG nerd who used to read a lot of novels, so it's actually difficult for me to have any real expectations going to this other than to constantly reference Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. With that in mind, I guess I expected to find the usual, pardon me for saying this, but shallow fare I feel most comic books and spandex weirdos have. Even knowing this book, is much bigger than the traditional 30-whatever-page comic. 
All right, so let's move on. How it starts. The story starts in the present time for the reader with the biomechanical alien entity Kajel Sin reminiscing on the events that led up to this moment in time. She tells us she was sent to protect Earth from the Vispas, the space wasps, and this is the story of her failure. So we got failure all around so far. Oh, man. I hate it when it's a bad ending. I know, right? For, for humans, anyway. <laughs> and it, it, yeah. Uh, in 1996, Kajel Sin came to Earth with the genetic material she intended to integrate with a couple of Boy Scouts. As I said previously, she intended to merge them with her genetic material, which would provide them with superior capability, cyborgs, and nurture and train them to protect the planet. However, no humans were to be found. Ultimately, time ran out, and the genetic material meant to empower a human found its way to a frog. With this genetic material, the frog was transformed into the anthropomorphic cyber frog, whose name graces the title of the book. In a moment, it took a moment, sorry, for the former frog to grasp its new intellect. I mean, there is kind of a transition period from going ribbit, ribbit, I eat bugs to what the hell? Uh, but he did learn quickly. He was given the name Trick Run and charged with protecting our beautiful blue ball. In the short time she had with him, Kajelson did her best to be Trick Run's mother, mentor, trainer, and guide. Um, there are a couple of panels in the book that spoke to me more than I would have expected from a cartoon book. The first one is here. I think it hits home even more than the context. I'm sorry. I think it hits home even more with the context of the panel around it. So, Heat and Dog, if you can mash spacebar once. Or the arrow key forward, whichever yeah. one you used. Um, so, I don't know what it was about this panel, but I did. I stared at this panel for minutes. I don't know what EVS's intended emotion was, but when I see this panel, I get a definite, uh, say what again? You can see Cyberfrog looking over his shoulder with his, wait, what? Look, as he finds out what the Vispas intend to do to us. It's a very, what you talking about, Willis, moment for me. I li I don't know what it was. There was something about that panel. I was just like, when I saw him looking, I was like, what the, did you just say, that? wait, what? Anyway. Honestly, looked at it for minutes. I, just, I wanted to see how the feeling was conveyed. When it's by itself, it's just, you know, a frog with some yellow eyes, look like they're on fire or whatever. Um, all I can say is when I see this, I know it's a WTF moment. Uh, do, do, do. All right, can you go transition forward again? Sure. The twin genetic material that was also intended for a human found its way to a salamander. And this is where the book loses some points from me. Salamander is given the name, I'm going to say this one time and one time only, the do run run. Awesome. No. <laughs> From now on, I'm only calling him Salamandroid because his real name is a stupid, stupid name in a book that is otherwise not full of clown well, shit. You know what? You know what? I, I got to say this. It's I'm, stupid. No, no, no. Well, yeah, of course it's stupid because we understand the reference, but who below the age of 30 is going to know this is going to know where that came from. Okay. It's still dumb. You also note that the spelling of the names are different. R H A N versus R A H N. And I verified that in the book multiple times to make sure I wasn't reading it wrong. Okay. So that isn't a typo there. So Salamandroid is large and his purpose is to protect Cyberfrog even at the cost of his own life. Eventually, the two are released into the world to protect us. Protect them. 
help them be prepared to die for them, Cyberfrog is told. At this point, Cyberfrog and Salamandroid take to combating various mutants and supervillains. Think of this period as training versus the practice squad when compared to the Vispa's invasion that's to come. Humans, unfortunately, treat Cyberfrog with scorn, fear, and hatred. No kidding. I know, right? Didn't see that coming. <laughs> the book didn't go into exactly why, but it did a good good job of kind of leaving it up to your imagination. <laughs> it's not <To> me, hard. <laughs> well, there are other mutants out there. Well, yeah. To me, it said humans are humans. We're freaked out by giant frogs and weird mutants. Fair. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. For nearly two years, humans treat him like crap. Well, he's doing nothing but trying to protect us from creeps and villains. How would you respond if you were treated with scorn and revulsion? He ain't golden age Superman. Yeah, fair. Through this, Cyberfrog remains committed to his purpose, but he also becomes jaded and resentful to us. Enter Heather Swain. A 16 or 18-year-old, I should probably know that. I went back to look. I think she's 16, but a uh, 16 or 18-year-old who lost her real father and was raised by her mother and abusive stepfather. I, the thing is, I, I at this point, I can't remember if it's 1996 or 1998. That would determine if she's 16 or 18. Either way, she has all the hallmarks of someone whose life is about to take the final swoosh before heading down the crapper. All right. One night, Cyberfrog saves Heather from some bug mutant, not related to the Vispas. Okay. A lot of bugs. Yeah. And the two start to form a bond. Each finds a certain type of hope and trust in the other, something they'd been missing in their lives until now. And this is where part one ends. Beauty and the Beast. Got it. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Part two starts, without a doubt now, in 1998, with the Vispa's invasion of Earth. Uh, you can go f uh, to the part two slide. I did. I, I just want to go oh. back because she's pretty hot. She better yeah. be 18 because I got weird feelings. <laughs> Don't make me cough, please. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to be nasty. <laughs> but, but but you are correct. Okay. Um, it is what I would consider standard or expected comic book fare in regard to setting the scene and leading into the action. Of course, this coming from someone who doesn't read comic books. Hmm. At the start of the invasion, some Vispas target a couple of degenerates in the swamp where Kajel Sin was hiding underwater. She was there so she could communicate with Cyberfrog to continue to provide her mentorship and guidance. She sees a human's certain demise and makes the mistake of confronting the Vispas. Unfortunately, there were too many. She's a genetic incubator, a mother, a mentor, not a combat cyborg. And Kajel Sin is killed. And through the, uh, and through the image on the screen, hopefully you can see that there, you can see what happens to the humans. Yeah, let's make it bigger because this is uh, disturbing. And I feel like disturbing our audience. Hope you can read that. You know, Gartha made a really good point. You know, a mutant frog is a good choice to fight mutant bugs. Didn't even think about that. that that's actually a good one. But uh, yeah, so uh, the Vispas use us as, as food. They turn our blood into honey. We are cattle to them. That's why it's called blood honey. That is not cool. No, not at all. Yeah. I don't think they're supposed to be cool. Fair enough. But the book's cool. In Philly, while fighting some mutant villains, Cyberfrog and Salamandroid, along with the villains and everyone else, are hit with innumerable waves of Vispas. In the confusion, Salamandroid is seemingly taken out. 
Without Salamandroid as protector and Kachel Sin as mentor and guide, Cyberfrog finds himself alone. At the end of part two, Cyberfrog suffers catastrophic damage, falls into the water, and enters a sort of hibernation mode to heal and repair. Now, how the book ends is part three starts in 2018, so fast forward 20 years, as Cyberfrog's systems are finally restored. I don't know why it took 20 years, but hey, you know. Severe damage. Okay, got it. I think it's just to get it to modern time, too. I, I mean, that's what I'm guessing. But this part focuses on how the world has changed under Vispa's occupation over the last 20 years. The few humans who remain have four rules to survive the bugs. Number one, stay in the woods. I mean, think about it. They're really huge bugs. They don't fly too well when their wings are mashing up against trees and branches, right? Okay. Two, keep the fire burning and stay in the smoke. You know, smoke messes with bees and wasps and so on and so forth. Cancer rates Third. shot up. What's that? Cancer rates must have shot up. <laughs> well, it's just wood, I hope. Yeah. Never panic. They can smell your fear through your breath, and they like it. It's like a horror from Earth Dawn, in a way. Yeah, okay. But they also have the power of wasps, which, you know, hey, look what's that? And lastly, always wear red. I can't see you when you wear red. Head to toe, red. If you wear blue jeans, they're going to see some pants running around. Like this girl right here. Uh... I'm not on that slide, so yeah. Yeah. Upon resurfacing, Cyberfrog's first instinct is to find his friend Heather, which he does as part three concludes. And that is the basic story. Now, someone out there may say, I don't need to buy the book because you just gave me the full story. First of all, not even close. That was intentional. I left enough large gaps open to keep the book interesting if you should read it after seeing this review. Also, this is just one chapter in a much larger story, or three chapters if you want to be that way about it. Secondly, the language combined with the art and lettering cannot be conveyed in this review. It has to be experienced together. This, uh, there's enough interaction and character develop, exposition, if you will. Did I say develop? Development. Yep. There we go. Exposition, if you will. That gives credible life and personality to these characters, but you really need to read it to experience it. And lastly, I only reviewed Cyberfrog Blood Honey. I didn't touch upon the two ash cans, Cyberfrog Amphibionics or the Diary of Heather Swain, neither of which are needed at all for the main story, but they do provide additional background for the characters, which uh, I thought were also well-written. Wait, a uh, question. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the Diary of, of Heather Swain, is that the 20 years that Cyberfrog is gone? It's part of it. No, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, it's over there. No, no, no. It's it's more about right after they met. It's more of the two years oh, while they were okay, friends. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, then, uh, okay. It, it kind of explains uh, not a lot because it's just an ash can, but it goes in. It shows their friendship. It shows their bond. It shows the little nuances, like why Cyberfrog likes chicken, you know, things like that. So, okay. should I should I leave this slide now? Because uh, I'm I'm getting a little grossed out looking at uh, Blood Honey Lady. Yeah, yeah. You can leave the slide. Okay. Because right now, we're gonna go back to. Remember my expectations of it being shallow and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yep. So did it meet my expectations? This is a tough one for me because comic books never meet my expectations. They're too short, not filled with enough depth, and as soon as you start reading one, you're done. I hate that. I'd rather wait for a complete trade paperback and read the whole story, but by then, who cares? However, this is a comic book, and I have to critique it against what I know of comics, not novels. In that, it exceeded all of my expectations. 
It's your passing by a country mile. Yeah, I said country mile. Yeehaw. <laughs> well, I didn't always like the font choice with the lettering, especially at the beginning. For example, I thought Kajelson's name was Kuelson uh, before I heard EVS actually say it on one of his live streams. It's like, that's a J? Like now that I look at it, it's like, well, yeah, that's a J, duh. But beforehand, just the way the lettering was, I, I didn't pick that up. Okay. With that said, I quickly grew accustomed to the lettering. And the text bubbles themselves integrated into the book without distracting me from the panels. That's one thing that I always find weird about comic books is the, the big white bubble on you know, the background. I don't know. It's, just, it's not that it's distracting. It's just that uh, it just seems out of place. These text bubbles are not out of place. They kind of fit right in. The writing was excellent for a comic book. In fact, there's only a single three-word panel in the entire book I didn't like as it felt forced or out of place to me. But I have to admit that in the context of that panel, it was needed for yet another panel just moments later. Lastly, the art. Garthon, you're here. Garthon, our typical comic book reviewer, has about 40 years of history with comics. I get why he likes certain comic book art that I feel belongs in the 1960s or only in newsprint. Whether it's nostalgia, consistency, or comfortability, I get it. I hate change, especially to my hobbies, as much, if not more than, the next person. But as a potentially new comic book fan, one that has just now started to purchase comic books thanks to Comicsgate, I don't want to, I won't shell out $4 for a 30-page book of refrigerator crayon art. I will shell out $25 for an 80 to 100 page book of art that looks like this. Kyle Ritter is effing amazing. So much so that I backed his $200 I want everything option for his own Starblades campaign, which I will be receiving multiple copies of that book. The plan was, if the story is good, I'd keep one or two copies for myself, give the, give the rest away to you guys. Oops, live stream's ending. So Aww. we'll see how we're in order. Yeah. Well, I want to do it to, you know, to spread the word of his art. But with this being the last episode of Legion Myth Weekly Livestream, at least in this format, I still want to do something like that. But we'll have to see how we can do that in the future. I, I don't need $200 worth of books. And I'm getting like eight of them or something like that. I had six or eight. But this is the type of art I want in the RPG book that I'm writing when I ever get to that point. For you comic book professionals and indie creators out there, if you want me, somebody like me, to buy your book, this is how the art has to look. End of story. So I did receive some freebies, including uh, the Chromium cover of the book. In addition to this team, of, this is the team of cover. I'm not opening the Chromium cover. So the tub cover that you see here is the team of cover. Uh, a couple of trading cards, a sticker, bookmarks, and whatever else was in my unboxing video, I already forgot. Uh, I'm guessing those extras were sent to me due to the shipping problems I always have with Indiegogo orders. First of all, thank you, EVS, for the extras. Well, these shipping problems are not his fault. This is how you keep and possibly gain customers. Personally, I'm not after, nor have I ever requested, free stuff. I just want the stuff to get to me. I mean, how hard is it for Indiegogo to add AA, AE, and AP to the state options and let campaign owners turn APO shipping on or off? There are legit reasons to not ship to an APO address, like electronics. But comic books and tabletop games? Come on. Instead, I keep getting free things from campaigns I back because there are always shipping hassles. So thank you. Well, there's a silver right. lining right there. I know, right? I had to wait forever to get it. Everybody else was reviewing the book. Nobody's going to care about my review now. But uh... all right, so what I get? Don't, don't hit any buttons yet. Okay, all right. 
So what I get it, you know, when I review a product, I always start at two and a half stars. That's my, everything to me is average until it either pulls me down or drags me down or pulls me up. So what do we have here? First of all, is absolutely incredible art. Too late. What, what's that? I already put it up there. Oh, did you? Everyone okay, knows. That's fine. No, that's fine. Uh, fairly or unfairly, this is a standard which I will hold any comic or manga to when I read them in the future. Next, we have a really good story that absolutely left me wanting to see what comes next. How is Heather going to deal with the return of Cyberfrog? How is Cyberfrog going to deal with the changes over the last 20 years? I'm pretty sure Salamandroid isn't actually dead. So what's been up with him for the last 20 years? And how will Cyberfrog and Heather reconnect with him? I know all or, those answers. You do? Yep. Spill them. Okay. Uh, uh, Swain is going to be uh, feel feel betrayed and initially hate Cyberfrog until until he he wins her over with his, with his sincerity and his and his guilt. And Sa okay. Sa Salamandroid was actually reprogrammed by the bugs. Now he's an evil guy and has to be redeemed by, by Cyberfrog later on in the series. Boom. And you can find this all out in Cyberfrog Wreck Planet, <laughs> which is on Indiegogo right now. Yay! I'm advertising for somebody who doesn't need it. Uh, anyway, so is he might not be dead. He may be dead. He might not be dead. But... Uh, if he is dead, that'd be a sad, but to me, a kick-ass twist, especially since his name. Um, well, I did find the lettering at the beginning of the book to be a bit distracting. I got accustomed to it, and it does fit the theme of the book. To be clear, the lettering was done well. It's just a stylistic choice I found jarring, at least at first. I certainly can't blame or rate the book for APO shipping, especially since I was given extra products. So, eh. I know that if I give the book five stars, which you already see down there what I gave it, but I'm going to be accused of being biased towards both Comicgate and personified or anthropomorphized animals. Which is true. For me, this book is on the verge of, if I keep hitting my microphone, that's getting annoying. For me, this book is on the verge of being that one percenter, a five-star book. I only have one lingering issue that sticks in my craw, and that's Salamandroid's <laughs> real name. I can't say it enough. It was Clown Shoes moment thrown in my Odyssey or Moby Dick, even if it was only mentioned a couple of times. So I'm going to knock off a quarter star for the initial di distracting lettering and a quarter star for Salamandroid's name for a final review of 4.5 stars. Everybody, Which... everybody in chat, to do Ron, 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 to do Ron, Ron. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and that is it. So what do you think of my review of Cyberfrog Blood Honey? What do you think of the Cyberfrog Blood Honey book? And... What are your thoughts regarding the, a Starblades giveaway? If we have no more Legion Myth live streams, or if they don't come back for quite some time, how do you think we could conduct that? Let me know in the comments, and be sure to subscribe to Legion Myth, anime, comics, and games. And as they like to say, be a Legionnaire. Okay, what I miss in chat, because I didn't, I didn't watch any of it. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, everyone's, everyone's shocked. That you Shocked read a comic. I know, right? Yeah, that was in the beginning. Uh, you, already, you already caught Garthon's thing that the, that the mutant frog is probably a good choice when you're fighting bugs. And you know what's funny? I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that, that, that just makes sense. 
Walkman says, someone once pointed out to me that one of the Mortal Kombat characters is a reference to a song by the artist formerly known as Prince. Which one? You know, as a Minnesotan, I think I'm the only one that doesn't like Prince. Well, I don't like Prince I, either, I, but I'm not from I, Minnesota. So. I, I respect his musical talent. You can't not do that. But. Don't like I mean, his dude, music. Yeah. Okay, why can't I get this on my screen properly now? It's annoying. Any questions or anything where you go, oh my God, Max, uh, your review is horrible or anything? Well, they'll type that in now, but before yeah. this point. Snow Lily said furry for life. Not quite a furry. No. I couldn't imagine what those costumes smell like. Don't. Don't try. That's that's like it's like imagining what goes through the mind of the serial killer. You don't want to know. No, just stay out of that guy's head. You don't need that. Uh, Pac says used to drive past Prince's studio every day on my way to and from work for a few years. Hmm. Okay, so not too many comments. All right, then nope. uh, that's good. That means I didn't upset too many people. Well, right. hopefully, I will tell you that uh, Cyberfrog. He's not really calling it Cyberfrog 2, but Cyberfrog Wrecked Planet, the sequel to this. And the book, I don't know how many pages that book's going to be. I mean, I, I don't know what you can see on the camera. But, I mean, the book, if I remember correctly, is 80 pages. Plus, I got the two ash cans with it as well. So, I mean, it was a lot of story. It wasn't like some flimsy old book. And here, uh, Garthon does this on occasion. I'll do it. Let me just pick a random page. Again, I hope that's centered on the screen. I won't be able to see for about 20 seconds. But, I mean, it's, it's very solid art, very... Uh, very um i don't want to say saturated that's that sounds bad but it's it's very deep it's not like it's just kind of there all weak and pastelly so i was i was impressed with it cool um i think that uh the other book the one that i ended up uh, sending to uh garthon to review i think the book itself was better quality but that's because it was hardcover but i think that this story was better and I definitely like this art. This art blew me away. People are talking about it. Like, oh, I love the art of the book. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But when I got it, I was like, wait a minute. This is a comic book? So. All right. Okay. Uh, we do not have 10 people in the giveaway. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? We got 21 viewers. Everyone. Everyone. All you got to do is follow the channel. That's it. Yep. And you type in exclamation, exclamation point, XCOM, and you could win this game. You could have a round, a 10% chance to win XCOM and XCOM Enemy Within for free. So do that right now. Throw your hat in the ring, people. Okay, we have 10 now. All right. Well, but we'll, still, we'll still give like 30 some seconds. Yeah. Should have said that before. Um, yeah, and this is for, yeah, this is for XCOM, right? Yeah. So, uh, oh, Bob already owns both. Shouldn't have spent that money, Bob. Ha! <laughs> Snow you, Lily has it as well. You should have looked into the future. You're a little crystal bob. <laughs> it's it's not today's day. You could have been the winner. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get ready to close it out then. Alright, hit me. Well, I can't here in Michigan. Yeah, you know what I meant. Okay, here we go. Picking a winner. Clickety click. Really? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Falcon's Lantern, the luckiest bastard ever. Actually, no. Oh. Actually, no. There, there, there's someone who won, 
who won uh, all three fifty dollar books one time. What else? What else? Yeah. What What else won three? I mean, how do you do that anyway? Three fifty dollar books in yeah. a row. That was that was crazy. crazy. But Falcons Leonard just won two ten fifteen dollar games in a row. So there you go. So Falcons Leonard, if you haven't uh, whispered at uh, whispered Legion of Myth your email address yet, go ahead and do that now. And that was bananas crazy. God dang. What's the, what's the next game? Next game is... Next one should be Crusader Kings, right? It is Crusader Kings Dynasty Starter Pack. And it's Dynasty for the word? Yep. Exclamation point Dynasty. Once you see the bot say the giveaway has started. Or once you see the bot read so the giveaway. So before I start the bot, I want to let everybody know there's a little twist with this one. Oh, what is it? Technically... This is just a bunch of DLC. It's not the base game. But hold on. On Steam, I didn't check anywhere else, but on Steam, the base game is free to play. So once you get the base game, then you can add on all these DLCs. Yes. Okay. And this is this is like 35, 45, I forget, dollars worth of DLC. Wow. Good stuff. Yeah. So alrighty, I am gonna click the start giveaway. I hopefully spelled dynasty right. Let me check that again. I like to spell that word wrong. D-Y-N-A. Yeah, die nasty. Okay, that's right. Starting the giveaway. And it should pop up in the screen any moment. There it is. Boom, boom, boom. Man. John Sparta's right. in there. John Sparta wants this. Good to see John Sparta. I haven't yeah. seen John Sparta in a long time. Hey, John Sparta. I haven't been over to his channel. I, I'm just never home anymore. And ugh. Good to see John. So I like to see these old names on here. People have been around for a while. Okay, I got to hack one more time, and then All I'll right. be ready for my next. All right, we'll go, we'll go full screen so you can hack. You can hack it. All right. To be fair, John, I did see your name earlier. For whatever reason, it just didn't like didn't click. Know. Yeah, it didn't go in my brain hole. Didn't didn't click in his brain hole. John Sparta, you did not shove yourself into his brain hole hard enough. That's what happened. Yes. <laughs> that got weird real fast. <laughs> it like it was halfway weird, halfway out of my mouth. But by the time I finished that sentence, it got full on weird. Yep. All right. Oh, look at I got the Baldahar Spectrofire tag team. <laughs> Okay. Oh, nice. All right. I am, though, though, to be fair, before we start this one, I just want to say I am really interested in the people who want to comment, whether on our Discord or to the video when it goes up later this week, so on and so forth, yes. what you did think of that review. Um, yeah. He, he will I, purposefully not... go on Discord and Twitter to answer all of your concerns, consternations, or just plain old love. I'm not Garthon. I can't replace the master, but. He read the book and you might not have, so he's got more knowledge than you. There it is. Now, uh, since you didn't like my intro last time, you could do your own intro. What? I didn't say anything about your intro last time. You said, I'm going to do it right. And then you what? did it. <laughs> yeah, that's a quote. That's a quote. So you go I ahead. I don't remember that. You go ahead. I'm, I'm going to go full screen. And, uh, no. Yeah. You no, no. Yeah, no. I, I want my pomp and circumstance where other people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now I have to wait. Yep. Because I messed up. Boom. Okay. 
Are you ready? I am. Hello, Legionnaires. This is Max Liao, and welcome back to Max Liao's Celestialism, where, yes, I rain down from the cosmos knowledge upon you. And I sincerely hope you're doing wonderfully today. Again, I want to remind everybody it is now pushing almost 5 a.m. in Germany. So uh, we're having fun times here with all this caffeine and coffee I've got. So also, once again, feel free to comment during the segment, and I will respond to as many as Heathen Dog lets me know about. So let's start right off on the Year Zero Engine slide. In today's Celestial Wisdom segment, we're going to test out a little experiment with the Year Zero Engine. I'm going to run the same exact scenario multiple times using the Year Zero Engine. However, each time we go through this scenario, it will be from the perspective of a different Year Zero Engine game. And if you see on the screen there, you're going to see there are a bunch of different games. Hmm. Uh, what do we have? We have Mutant. I've gone through most of these. It seems like the last three or four times I've been on this live stream in the last year or so, I've probably done a Year Zero segment. So uh, I definitely have some videos on YouTube right now for these games. So you can check them out. I'm not going to backtrack into what those are about. But I do not own, I think I'm going to say this in a little bit anyway, but I do not own Tales from the Loop because that's effectively the Stranger Things role-playing game. It is very popular and, oh, by the way, is going to have a TV show mm. uh, coming up soon. It's just not my cup of tea. Str I, I Stranger Things is already a TV show. What the hell? I know, right? Well, it's it's a little different than that. I call it the Stranger Things, the RPG, because that's the closest thing to compare it to. You're a bunch of kids in the 1980s. Oh. There is a sequel to the game called um, It Came from the Flood, I think it's, which moves it forward into the 90s. But either way, not that they're bad games, same engine. It's just not for me. And I bet you I repeat all of this later on. I also don't own Vason yet because it's still being developed. Fair. So I might be able to get the PDF. I'm not sure. But uh, again, so. All right. So the Year Zero Engine games are published by Freya Legan or Free League Publishing. And you can purchase the games directly from the Freya Legan website. Odiphius Entertainment, the same company that publishes Heathen Dog Star Trek Adventures, also sells the Free League products, but only from the .NET page, I found out, not from the .com page. And who knows why? Huh. Seems strange, but okay. I know. I didn't dig into that, so. And, of course, you can also get them from DriveThruRPG and Amazon, so pretty much like any RPG well, ever, right? About how much money uh, do do these one of these books cost? Uh, probably cost around know the same, I, right? I intentionally didn't do that because they don't cost the same. Oh, um, okay. Is there a range? I, I would say the average book, I don't, I don't want to, hold on. I, it's better if I look it up because, here we go, let's go to the Free League website. And I will pick store, and I'll predict because uh, like Forbidden Lands comes in a box set, and Coriolis, you know, let's pick Coriolis. That's kind of like their namesake. That's uh, f according to this is forty six dollars forty seven cents. Okay. Um, I, I do. I mean, obviously the PDFs from Drive Through are going to be cheaper. Yeah. Usually, usually they're a little, you know, they're sixty percent the price. Usually. Also. Again, I'm going to mention this. I, I, I know I, I put this in my notes, but uh, um, there were, most of the games have a quick start PDF for free. So you can get into any one of these games for free if you want to check it out. Sweet. So we're going to set up the scenario here. The point of this exercise is to show you both how similar the games are, basically 
If you know one game, you're ready to play in any of the other ones. And what makes each game unique and interesting while using the same core construct. So some things to note before I start, and I already said some of this, but I do own all four mutant games, as well as Coriolis Forbidden Lands and the Alien RPG. I do not own Tales from the Loop. And I already said that. Vason. So, and yeah, Vason. And it's the giant backer beta PDF. I don't have that yet. So I was a backer for Vason, which is a Nordic horror. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Lastly, with regard to Forbidden Lands, I will not be using the advanced combat system. So they use combat cards for the advanced system. Just going to keep it basic using the dice rolls for the purpose of consistency of this uh, scenario. Got it. So with that, let's actually set the scenario up now. I originally had the scene all written up in story format, the way a GM might describe it in game. Sure. But this segment is going to be long enough as it is without an extra two plus minutes of exposition. So the gist of it goes like this. In whatever setting you want to imagine, you and your companion are running away from some kind of creature. The floor suddenly gives away and you all fall. Luckily, you end up on top of the rubble. The creature and your companion weren't so lucky. Your companion is injured, but alive. Unfortunately, he's also stuck and being crushed. You need to get a large piece of rubble off of him so you can continue your escape. Your only aid is a strong metal bar you can use as a lever. Yeah, I like the story version better, but too late now. Force, which falls under strength, is the year zero engine skill you use to move heavy objects. So it's time for you to make a force roll. All right, so let's start with our first scenario. Actually, nope, it's not even the first scenario. Let's start with the, uh, what slide is that? It should just say scenario dice rolls. There we go. Not going to spend a lot of time on this slide because you're going to see these numbers over and over again during the course of the segment. I just wanted to sh show that these are the numbers you're going to use for each of the examples. I kept the dice rolls the same intentionally. Hey, by the way, I also created those dice face images you see there. No. I knew I knew you were going to toot your own horn on that. Come on. I know. I I, I like that. Yeah, I think they came out good. They are darn good. Except I want I want everyone to realize that the alien black six die is a little bit lower than all the other dice in the same row. Remember that. Alien black. Uh, my mind's so small on the screen I can't see. So I think I centered them. I think I did. I wasn't going to anyway. say anything un unless you decided to play your own trumpet on that one. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll research that one later. <laughs> anyway. Um, the mutant games use the dice in the first column. The forbidden lands use the forbidden lands. Forbidden lands uses the dice in the second column, and alien uses the dice in the third column. I didn't create images for the Coriolis dice set, but as you'll see later, that doesn't really matter. So let's move on to our first game, Mutant Year Zero. In all of the Year Zero engine games, there are four attributes for each of the characters. The only attribute relevant to this scenario right now is strength. This character has a strength of four, so the player will roll four base dice. The character has a rank two in the skill force which is used to lift, move, pull, and so on and so forth. Bend bars, lift gates, whatever else. As such, the player will roll two skill dice. Lastly, the GM rules that the metal bar has a gear rating of two for the purposes of being a lever. That's actually pretty high. I know somebody's going to complain about that in YouTube later, but I needed it for this scenario. This adds two gear dice to the roll as well. Really good lever. It's a really good lever, yeah. yeah. I talked to a couple of people and like, it really should only be one. Well, I need two, so that's what we got. 
That means you get to roll a total of eight six-sided dice to attempt this action. All it takes is a single six on any of the dice to achieve success. So let's good news, bad news this. Odds are you're going to get one, right? Yeah, exactly. Two, probably. Let's start with bad news. In the year zero engine, only sixes count as successes. And you rolled no sixes. So no successes. Eight dice, zero successes. Yeah, that's a pretty horrible roll. The good news is, while they may look bad, especially to an experienced gamer, at this point, those ones are no different than the fives. Quite simply, they aren't sixes, so who cares? Bad news? The rule of one says that if you fail, you fail. You don't get to try again next round. It is simply not possible for your character to move the object unless you can somehow change the conditions of the action. However, again with the good news, you can do what's called pushing your roll, which allows you to re-roll certain dice. Pushing your roll represents that extra exertion, drive, adrenaline rush, or oomph you get when you just can't allow yourself to fail at a task. And again with the bad news. If you push the roll, those formerly insignificant ones will come back to haunt you. So after achieving no successes with the force roll, you decide that you just can't fail. Your companion will die if you don't get the rubble off and off now. You see those ones. You know this is going to hurt. You simply have to push your roll. With the year zero engine, when you push a roll, we roll all dice that do not have a radiation, flame, or biohazard symbol on them. Basically, we roll anything without any symbol. That's just for the mutant series for those right there. So as long as it doesn't have a symbol on it, re-roll it. Or, yeah, simply re-roll numbers, not symbols. If you're using standard D6s instead of the specialty dice, you re-roll base and gear dice that show 2 through 5 and skill dice that show 1 through 5. If that seems convoluted, there's a rationale for that later. Okay. And I'll touch upon that distinction in a moment. Looking back at the rolls in this scenario, you will not re-roll the one base die that came up as the biohazard icon or one. Nor will you re-roll the gear die that came up as a flame icon, also a one. Move those two dice to the side. Oh, we'll come back to that in a moment. On the other hand, you will re-roll, re-roll both the skill dice that came up as ones and the reason you re-roll those skill dice is first, they don't have a symbol in place of the number if you're using the, the standard dice set or the specialty dice set. Secondly, skills don't have a way to be injured or damaged like attributes and gear do. So let's re-roll those dice and get our updated pushed roll results. And we'll do the good news, bad news thing again. The good news is with a six on the base die and a six on the skill die, pushing the roll netted you two successes. With one success, you've successfully removed the rubble from your companion. And with the extra success, well, talking is becoming difficult, the GM informs you that this action has also revealed a corridor on this floor that looks like it may lead to an exit. The bad news is those two ones from the original roll plus the new additional one from the push roll come back to haunt you. Since the base dice in this scenario were determined by the character's strength attribute, for each one rolled on the base dice, the character suffers one point of strength trauma. Until the character is healed or suffers additional trauma, the character only has three strength dice to roll instead of four. Pull the muscle muscle. or, yeah. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, yeah, I've messed up a tendon, whatever. Mm -hmm. Exactly. 
Yes, trauma lowers the number of dice you get to roll. Mm -hmm. The good news is that you're playing a game called Mutant Year Zero. The one point of strength trauma received from pushing the roll provides the character one mutation point. The player can spend these mutation points to activate character mutation powers such as acid spit, pyrokinesis, whatever your character has. Lastly, the lever, which was rated at two dice, suffers one point of damage for each fire icon or one on a basic six-sided die rolled. This means the lever takes two points of damage, one for the one rolled on the initial skill check and one for the one rolled on the pushed roll. These two points of damage reduce the gear rating from two to zero, which renders it useless. That's all right. It's his job, right? Mm -hmm. What's that? It's yeah, his well, job, yeah. Right. Uh, when I was originally doing the notes for this, I kind of had that as bad news. I'm like, that's really not bad news. You're done. So, but yeah, you bent it, you broke it, whatever, but it got the rubble out of there. And yeah. Now that we've gone through the full process and explanation in this, the rest of these should be a little quicker. Okay. Let's move on to the other set of mutants in Mutant Gen Lab Alpha. If you were to believe there isn't going to be much of a change between the rules for mutant humans and the rules for mutant animals, you would be correct. Since Mutant Year Zero and Mutant Gen Lab Alpha are really the same game, the only difference is that instead of receiving mutation points to activate mutant powers, Gen Lab Alpha characters receive feral points, which are used to activate animal powers, such as jumping or natural armor. Since there's no real difference here, two successes, one point of strength trauma, one feral point, and a broken lever, we're going to move along to the next uh, slide to the robots of Mutant Mechatron. Though it functions exactly the same as strength, robots in Mechatron use an attribute called servos instead of strength. And if you want to see a complete list of changes, you can watch my other comparison video that I did that I hopefully remember to post above. I think it's this shoulder here. I'll forget. It is. Okay. So <laughs> robots, robots don't have mutant power, so they don't get mutation points. That means pushing a roll cannot be used with any sort of positive side effect other than the possibility of a successful action. Those ones your Mechatron robot suffers will cause damage and ruin gear. End of story. To help offset this, robots can spend energy points to reduce the attribute damage caused by the ones rolled on the base die. It's a one for one, so for each energy point spent, reduce the attribute damage by one point. Just like the mutant humans and mutant animals in the previous slide, this robot is destined to take one point of servos damage and two points of gear damage. Unlike the biological mutants, the robots player can choose to spend one energy point to negate the one point of servos damage. Unfortunately, nothing can save the poor metal bar. Oh, I know. All right, we push roles for mutant humans, mutant animals, and robots. What about the ordinary humans of mutant Elysium? Since the characters from Mutant Elysium are normal humans, not mutants or robots, they have no special abilities to activate or energy points to spend. With that said, characters from Elysium are much more factional or politically aligned, so we have to consider the character's faction when it comes to pushing a role. Let's make this interesting and say the characters of the Warburg faction. Warburg faction's primary attribute is strength, which means when you push your role, you're allowed to re-roll all of the base dice related to strength, including that nasty, nasty biohazard icon, R1. Nice. Base dice are tied to any, I'm sorry, base dice tied to any attribute other than the faction attribute, 
as well as gear dice and skill dice, follow the normal rules. Only the ones of the faction attribute can be re-rolled. With this re-roll, our former one becomes a four. It's not a six, but hey, we still have the two other sixes, right? And with the roll the one from the base dice, the character suffers zero points of strength trauma. As always, our poor little lever still breaks. Man. I know, that lever just never gets a break, does it's it? It's the little lever that couldn't. <laughs> Don't make me hack, please. <laughs> Sorry. It's nasty. Oh, man. Excuse me. Got to pause. Okay, I feel better now. All right, and that's it for the Mutant series of games. Since those four settings are actually four games in one, meant to be intermixed as you desire, it's easy to understand how and why the rules fit so well and cleanly. Hey, if you're finding this informative so far, be sure to give us a like, share with your friends, subscribe, and I'll make more of these videos. They'll have to be videos, not streams. So, what happens when we enter a new setting entirely? Let's start with the dark fantasy setting of Forbidden Lands. Which, by the way, I love Forbidden Lands. Anybody who doesn't have Forbidden Lands needs to go get it. I love it. If for no other reason than halflings. Uh, anyway. In Forbidden Lands, the dice are similar to the Mutant Year Zero dice, just with different icons, and the inclusion of D8, D10, D12 for artifacts, which we will not get into here. I other want that, an artifact lever. That's what I want. <laughs> you technically could. Yeah. You could have... Well, the, the main thing that the artifact dice do, so a, a six is a success, right? Sure. Um, six and seven would be one success, and if you had a D8, the eight would be two successes. Sweet. So on one die, you could get two successes. That's, that's, that's how the artifact dice works. But other than that, you still have base dice, or base dice based on attributes, skill dice based on skills, and gear dice based on your gear. If you know how to roll the Mutant Year Zero dice, you know how to roll dice in Forbidden Lands. Again, for consistency, we're going to keep the same scenario, roll the same dice with the same numeric results. As you can see on this slide, nearly everything is the same as it was in Mutant Year Zero games. I guess the only difference is cosmetic. While characters in Forbidden Lands are not mutants, they are fantasy characters with talents. In the same matter, manner that mutations are activated by mutation points and animal powers are activated by feral points, in Forbidden Lands, talents, such as spells, are activated by willpower. Yes, a complaint about Forbidden Lands, which I don't think is, a, is a, a decent complaint, is in order to cast spells, you have to hurt yourself first. Magic comes with a price. Yeah, anyway. uh, obviously someone's never played Call of Cthulhu. All right. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> you basically have to cut off your own arms to get a spell to work, but whatever. All right. You don't have to do that here, although <laughs> that would give you a pretty powerful spell. Yeah. Uh, your Forbidden Lands character suffers the same strength, trauma, and broken gear that the mutant character suffered and gains a willpower point in return for the trauma suffered. Let's keep moving along here to the science fiction setting of Coriolis, the Third Horizon. In the previous settings, there's a specific distinction made between the base dice, the skill dice, and the gear dice. While Coriolis is a year zero engine game and uses the same concepts when it comes to rolling the dice, the distinction between the three types of dice is no longer needed. In Coriolis, there's neither attribute trauma nor gear damage due to pushing a roll or praying to the icons, as it is known in Coriolis. We're still using the same scenario and the same overall dice roll results, and like before, you get zero successes. Out of necessity, you decide to pray to the icons. When you pray to the icons, you're allowed to reroll any die that did not come up with a six. In this case, you reroll all of them. Yeah. 
There is a drawback, however. Oh. You may not suffer trauma or gear damage, Coriolis. Hey, our little metal bar is going to get saved. Hey, sweet. But you do give the jam tools to use against you. Oh. Every time you pray to the icons, you give the game master one darkness point. So while the icon did come to your aid, and you did achieve your two successes with the reroll, the GM now has a darkness point that can be used against you now or in the future. Hey, you know what? I don't care because I got me a lever still. <laughs> that is true. For example, among many other options, the GM can reroll an action test. Maybe he missed a shot against you. Uh, cause your attack to automatically miss. That's oh, nice. That's lame. Or bring in reinforcements. There are other things the GM can do. Those are just examples. For this exercise, let's just say the GM determines that your situation is already suspenseful enough. She decides to save the darkness point for future use at a later time. Lastly, let's move on to the other science fiction game that uses the Year Zero engine. Alien, the role-playing game. There are two things to note for the Alien RPG. The first is that Alien uses two groups of dice, base dice and stress dice. Remember, the mutant games and Forbidden Lands separate the dice into three groups, base, skill, gear. This is because base dice can injure the character and gear dice can break an item. But skill dice have no negative effect. These possibilities have to be accounted for separately. On the other hand, Coriolis doesn't need these distinctions, so it combines everything into a single dice pool. Does that make sense now? Sure. Okay. Well, in the Alien RPG, the base dice pool is the same as what you find in Coriolis. It includes attributes, skill, and gear dice together in one group. And rolls of one in this dice group come with no additional effect. However, there's a second group of dice to represent the character's stress level. The good news! Yeah, you know, I love this good news bad Yeah, news you're really on this. Good news, the good news is that the more stress the character is built up, the more dice the player has to roll to succeed in a task. Bad news is that if any of those stress dice come up as a face hugger, or a one on a standard D6, your character panics. Panicking could mean anything from being frozen in fear to running away to shooting everyone, including your friends. So, well, just, just know there's more and none of it's good. The second thing we need to consider for this scenario is that in the alien RPG, there's no force skill or its equivalent. This means we're only going to be rolling four base dice and two gear dice without the two skill dice we had in the previous examples. To keep this scenario the same as the others, as close to them as possible, I want those dice. So how about this? Let's just say the character's previously taken on two points of stress. Now we'll give our two dice back, six base dice and two stress dice. Here we go again. As before, your initial roll failed to move the rubble. And you've decided the roll must be pushed. Unfortunately, there's a problem. Those little yellow ones you see, well, they look like face huggers on the dice. Have you ever had two face huggers attached to your face at one time? Actually, that's Not... I, I think they would fight and I would be able to get away. <laughs> maybe you could. I don't know about you, but I don't think face huggers are friendly. Fair. Or maybe you could say they're too friendly, depending on your point of view. Also fair. Let me read the rule verbatim. When you roll stress dice in a skill roll and one or more face hugger symbols come up, you cannot push the roll. Instead, you must immediately make a panic roll. Well, that seems fun. Nope. So, your friend's still dying. You're going, ah, ah. 
The panic roll is a D6 plus your current stress level, which in our case is two. The D6 comes up as a five. Plus two stress level means we got a total of a seven. I look at yield panic roll chart and see that the result of seven reads, I was gonna say here, nervous twitch, your stress level and the stress level of all friendly PCs in short range of you increased by one. <laughs> Aliens, fun. Yeah. Not only were you unable to push your roll, meaning your companion is still trapped and you cannot make another attempt to move the rubble until you, until you are able to change the conditions of the attempt, you took on another point of stress, elevating it to three and causing those around you to also take on stress. Now, short range, by the way, is I think about 10 meters. So, I mean, it's not like crazy far away, but it's pretty much anywhere, anybody near you. Hey, yeah. What's that? The best silver lining so far is, you know what? I still got me a damn lever. That is true. And I got another one for you. Look on the bright side. You have another die to roll when making skill checks in the future. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the next slide. Because Alien, the role-playing game, is the uh, most alien when it comes to this part of the user engine, let's back up a moment. Let's change the conditions of the scenario so that we can push the roll and see what happens. The first thing we'll have to do is change those little yellow ones to twos. That removes the face hugger problem for now and allows the player to push the roll. In the alien RPG, immediately upon declaring the intent to push a roll and before actually making the roll, the player adds one point of stress to the character. In our scenario, scenario, there we go. This elevates your character's stress level from two to three. Thus, you get to roll six base dice and three stress dice. We'll use the same rolls as before, now with an addition of a four from the newly added stress die. Since there are no face huggers that appeared this time, the only thing that matters are the two sixes, two successes. Once again, you clear the rubble, save your companion, and open up a potential path to freedom. More importantly, the bar is with you. There you it got is. It. What happens if you roll a six and a face hugger? Well, I didn't see any hard and fast rules that specifically address this situation, at least not in the book. However, it is my understanding and experience and the way I would rule it that the action would still be a success. This game, uh, all the years your engine games are pretty adamant about games are hard enough. Don't find ways to screw over the players. We're already doing that for you. So it would still be a success, but then require a panic roll at the same time. So you freedom but you're probably standing there, I don't know, maybe punching him in the face because why'd you have to go and try to die on me? I hate you, we're being killed. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, anyway, someone can correct me if that's not the case. Shara okay. says it's an auto fail. Is it? I didn't see that in the book. That Sheriff wrote it in chat. If, if it's a stressed eye that ones, it's an auto fail. So you're okay. right, you're right. That sounds really unfair because it's also unlike, un, uh, it's also very unlike all the other games. Yeah, I mean, if, uh, like I said, I didn't see that in the book. If it is in there, then it wasn't in the section that talks about how to roll dice, That's which is fine. And if I'm wrong, if it is an auto-fail, somebody on the YouTube side will. Uh, but when, when I Give looked it up. the page number. Yeah, yeah. Put the page number in there, and I, I, I'll stand to be corrected. I'm telling you that I'm not saying I don't like to put too many house rules in the game. I think I would give the character the success on that one but then have the panic hit right yeah. then and there after the success. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense compared to all the other games. Like, you can succeed and still break the lever, you know? So th this falls, I think, falls more in line lockstep with the other games if you do it that way. 
Yes, that's the way I feel as well. But yeah. Sheris may be right because I know he has an interest in this game. So, And that is it. Like I said at the beginning, I do not own Tales from the Loop, and Basin isn't available to me yet. So I hope this segment was able to show you how the Year Zero engine is simultaneously flexible, similar, and unique across the various Year Zero engine games. If you know how to play one of the Year Zero engine games, you're ready to play any of them. At the same time, each has its own unique way in how it uses the Year Zero engine to encapsulate the feel of the particular game universe. So, thank you very much for taking your time to watch this. What did you think of this Year Zero engine comparison segment? What are your thoughts on the Year Zero engine system and games? Is there another aspect of the Year Zero engine you would like me to cover? If you like this video and want more, please be sure to like, share with your tabletop RPG friends. And considering the amount of content we produce is about to you know, go falling off a cliff here, sharing this with your friends is pretty vital and uh, will encourage me to create more just standalone YouTube videos. And if you have not done so already, please be sure to subscribe to Legion Myth Anime Comics and Games channel. And I'll let you do the sign out. Remember, everyone, be a legionnaire. All right, we are time to pick a winner. Do we have enough people for Crusader Kings? Not even Kings? close. Not even close. Not even. Oh my God! Exclamation point! Dynasty, get in that game. In meantime, we will look at the chat. It looks like uh, uh, I'm gonna hack. Okay, you go hack, and I will tell you that uh, BT Mikeum says that he thinks it's a cool, cool concept. It works rather well, and the and I, I think he thinks the idea of all these games that uh, that are different but work the same is pretty good because I do too. As a, as a side note, since I'm done killing myself here, um, am I? Yes, I am. Uh, the the I, the question I get asked more than I ever thought I would is, "Hey, have you played the Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden video game?" That's what got me started with all of this. Oh, well. I got a free copy when we remember when we were doing free copies of you know uh, looking at you know developers' games and so on and so forth. I got a free copy of the Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden video game. You saw me play that. That was with the duck and the pig. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, this could make a really good tabletop game. I thought, and I was, and I can't remember why, but I just started doing a little research. Come to find out, wait a minute, this is a tabletop game. And then I started getting the products. And I fell in love with the game system. It's not like the computer game, but I love the game system. It is a good balance to me between OSR stuff where it's deadly and meaningful and, and rules light where it's like, let's just keep going. One thing I haven't, I didn't talk about this because this segment wasn't for it is that these games have both an in-character and every one of them has an in-character and out-of-character aspect to the game. So let's say you're not a strong role player, but you're kind of a strategist. Yeah, you'll play the role-playing aspect of the game, but then there's the part of the game where in Forbidden Lands, you're building up your keep. In, uh, uh, in uh, was it Mutant Year Zero, you're building your arc. In Mutant Gen Lab Alpha, you're, you're running a terrorist organization. Uh, maybe terrorist, a resistance organization. There you go. It depends on the uh, side you're on, I guess. Right. Well, exactly. Actually, that is true. Yeah. But, but you, what I'm saying is, is there is an out-of-character element, and the game directs you to say, hey, this is metagaming. This is out-of-character. And so for, let's say, like the resistance operations, you say, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do the next thing. And then three of them, of, the, of those four, we'll just say, are resolved by dice rolls. The fourth one is resolved by the next adventure. Sweet. So it's... Uh, it, it's I'm sorry, go on. Raven's Lair asks, uh, what year zero is on is on the computer, and is it on Steam or GOG, the, the game? 
Uh, I think it's on both Steam and GOG. And what's it called? Uh, it is called Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden. It okay. also has a DLC, and I've, I've beaten both. And uh, I mean, I'm not going to say it's the, oh my God, the most in-depth game ever. But uh, if you, by the way, for people who like XCOM, it is kind of an XCOM-style combat system. Okay. I, but I like the interaction. Though my only complaint about the game, and this is just me being me, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm being upfront about that, sure. is the fact that you cannot play um, a duck or a pig in Mutant Year Zero. But you can, you are in the video, okay, I get it, yeah. In the video game, you are a duck or a pig. Yeah. So, okay. Um, in Mutant Year Zero, they have other, well, I, I should say Mutant Gen Lab Alpha, they don't have ducks and pigs. And I'm like, come on. Okay. Well, maybe it was a trademark thing, I don't know. But uh, Shara says, in Aliens, you can design your ship. Yes. Yeah. Whereas, yep. uh, you know, all the other ones, you have uh, you have a structure or a or a thing. This one, your structure. Well, Coriolis is, your ship. is the ship, also. I just didn't yeah. go through all of them. Okay. Yet. Well, this this one's an actual working spaceship, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Coriolis, you start in debt. It says you must start in debt. Oh. And I think it even says and there's something like a bad GM will let the players get out of debt quickly. Oh. Mm -hmm. But what if I'm smarter than the GM? Well. Then the GM signs a piece of paper and doesn't give it to you. Bam! This is why I don't trust you with things. I don't I don't trust you at your word anymore. You're not the only one. Okay. So how many do we have now? We got two more, I think. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, ten, eleven. Got there like you go. Four, five more. Boom. Okay. There it is. All right, we ready to okay. roll this thing? Uh, if everybody else is, I'm ready to click close entries. And I'm do clicking it. it. Do it. And picking a winner. If it's Falcon's Lantern, I'm not letting him join the You're next banned. Time. You're banned. You're banned. <laughs> banned hammer. Oh, coming. it's Raven's, Raven's Lair. Raven's Lair wins it all. Raven's Lair. Crusader Kings. Now remember what we said before. The Crusader Kings based game, Crusader Kings 2 base game is free. These are yeah. all the D not all, but many DLCs. You have to get the base game first, which is free, and then you can put in all the codes for these DLCs and it'll just add on like a beautiful, beautiful shaggy sandwich. Snow Lily says, "Don't you love playing animal?" Yes, I, I I don't know why. I like I yes I do. Um, Genlab Alpha and Mechatron are my two favorite of the mutants of the mutant games by far. By far. Um, now, I was gonna say Ravenslayer. Don't give me this crap. Like, oh, you already have my email address. Send it to me again as a whisper. Yeah, he always he doesn't matter. He doesn't care. He, he wants you to send it again. I don't know the why. Because I, don't, I don't keep your per no, I don't keep their personal information. No, I do. I sell oh, I sell all personal information to both Russia and China and have them fight it out for your identity. I just I just take the money and run. That's what there I'm you doing. go. Um, wow. Oh, Our my God. Game. Another giveaway. Jesus. It keeps going. All right. Exclamation point. South Park. Once that is ready, it'll be a South Park fractured butthole. I have not played this game, but I have watched a, a couple of walkthroughs because I wanted to see if I want to buy it. And I do. But uh, I had other things I want to buy first, so there's that. But yeah, I mean the 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 fracture the whole storyline is is uh, is fun. It's got it's timey wimey. It's uh, it uh, all both both of the South Park video games follow the uh, the cartoon the cartoon canon uh, very closely. And, Did you play uh, the first I one? I no, I didn't play the first one. Either. I played, I didn't finish the first one. I can't remember why. 
I, I know I liked it. My wife and I were kind of, I mean, she was watching me play it for a while. I think it was when we were trying to do like some sort of weird co-stream, like she'd sit next to me. I forget. Cher says both were good. Okay. No, I, I like I said, I, I've uh, looked into uh, fr the Fracture But a Whole, but, you know, a lot more than I did the Stick of Truth. So, yeah. I gotta, I gotta say, I, you know, I'm gonna buy this game one day. I am gonna buy it. But I got so much more to buy. Already. Man, if only you could win it today. If only, oh, you know what? I can. Watch this. If I can get in there. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do that. You know, you know how many times I can click that close uh, the the pick a winner until it's not you. <laughs> you'll you'll get one, two, three, and then somebody else. That means I get three of the games, and the other person only gets one. That's what happens. Hacks. Hacks indeed. If I win, give it to Heathen Dog. Sweet. No, Sheris, keep your games, man. Thank you though. I appreciate it. Well, if he's already got it, just to stick hey, it to Max. Hey, what you do with it once you win it is your business. Just like about your personal information, once you give it to me, what I do with it to give to China is my business. So there you go. Same thing. Same thing. Personal freedom. I'm personally destroying your freedom. Personal exploitation. <laughs> there you go. Remember, exclamation point South Park to enter. And we are going to move on. Oh, you what? know what? I, I, We're not going to move on. Did, did, we go through, did we go through the chat for the, for the user? I know we I, talked I about did. a couple things. They're, but, they're more okay. talking to each other. Oh, okay. No, that's yeah. fine. Which is good. I like it when chat talks to each other. That's less for me to do. <laughs> I just want to make sure I answered people's questions. Yeah. So. Oh, don't worry. Like I said, if you have any questions about any of the Year Zero Engine games, go ahead and throw them in Discord. Go ahead and throw them in Twitter. And Max Liao will answer you as soon as humanly possible. But remember, he is in Germany. He is six hours and a whole ocean away. So he lives in the future, where in the future he might be sleeping when we are not. So bear that in mind. You may like get a response tomorrow. It's 5.30 in the morning right now for yep. me. So, yeah. And that's why I'm slowing this down as much as possible. No, I'm kidding. We're moving on. All right. We're going to hit our RNG. All right. You all ready for this? <clears throat> I am. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, Legionnaires, welcome to another fun-filled adventure at the Legion of Myth. But today we are talking about our RNG, our random number generator, where we find something that really, really irks us or we really, really like, and we're going to talk about it with as much factual knowledge as possible. Speaking of factual knowledge, today we are going to talk about, well, you know what? Let Mexiao talk about this little survey he took. We are going to talk about, well, let's first of all go to the next slide, the Q&A. Okay. Let's just get that out of the way. All right. So there will be a Q&A at the end of this. Yep. And uh, so this gives you a chance to think about whatever questions you might, anything. Um, please stay away from politics and religion. Uh, I mean, we're a gaming channel. But other than that, whatever questions you've been dying to ask, Legion of Myth, go ahead and uh, save that for the end. And Garthon and, uh, should yeah. still be in chat, so... Yeah, if we haven't, if he hasn't fallen asleep to my uh, my reviews here. Nope. He's but not yeah, but don't uh, don't ask questions to which you don't actually want answers because we're we're gonna be very frank and upfront with you this time. But with that, we're going to go through the Max say something in chat so I can whisper. Uh, I'm I'm in as Legion of Myth. Max, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there we both type. So. Okay. So what we want to go, what I want to go through here is we have. I put a survey out a couple weeks ago, and we actually had a lot more people uh, answer it than I think any other survey we've ever had. Which, first of all, thank you, absolutely appreciate it. I'd say ninety percent of the responses were awesome, ten percent of them were unintelligible. 
well, maybe not unintelligible. Well, you you read through them. I, hey, I'd hey, say you, you said I couldn't make fun of Rick. Come on. Wow. Be a little adult here, uh, okay? A little, Come little on. backhand that. Okay. Hey. Um, so I, I'm going to go through these relatively quickly uh, before we start responding to some comments, but I want you to see what, what showed up. So are you either a follower, subscriber, Legion of Channel? And uh, most people here were followers. Some people were subscribers. I, those people, the green ones that are both, look at that. So, well, obviously everybody was either. No, nobody came up as neither. There we go. English for the win. But 50% followers and pretty much 50% subscribers as well. So a good, uh, good cross section there. How often do you watch? And this is exactly, I wouldn't say exactly why, but this is one of the reasons why the live stream is going on hiatus. With five being I watch all the time and one being who are you? Our two biggest responses were one and two. Mm. That's we've been on the air for five years. That's not it's not a good sign. No. Gotta have some growth and so forth. So, you know, there are some frustrations. There's a, you know, each of us has a different type of frustration. Mine is because I'm trying to play the algorithms. Uh, I'm not going to speak for Heathen Dog or Garthon, but uh, to try to play the algorithms uh, hasn't been well. It's it's been fun, but it hasn't been fun if that makes sense. But it's been challenging. How about that? Challenging, yeah. especially and and a couple people commented about this. We're, we're trying to play both sides. We're trying to play the live stream side versus the YouTube side. And I mean, let's be fair; they're two different mediums for two yeah. different purposes. So, um. Right, do you have anything you want to say about this slide or should we move on? Uh, it's disappointing. Sure. Yes, I, I agree. And uh, um, they took the time to give a survey that didn't have a prize at the end, but so many ones. <laughs> Why would you take the time to survey for something you obviously don't care about? I don't understand. But all right. Sure. Okay. Moving on to the next one, which... Legion Myth Livestream segments do you enjoy? This one surprised me. I knew that Heathen Dog's Tabletop RPG Fundamentals was going to be up there. That everything that we do, whether it's on YouTube or Twitch and so on and so forth, says that that was going to be there. I was absolutely blown away by the RNG. Uh, I was not expecting that. I didn't see that coming either. But now, to, to be fair... On the YouTube side, something like the RNG is usually more looked at. Something like sure, the RNG. but this is still on Twitch. Oh, this is all Twitch. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We'll get to the YouTube stuff in a moment. I, I had it broken down to two sides. Oh, you didn't get a chance to, to look at it. I I um, will, I'll look through it to make sure it all worked, but I didn't actually. Suss yeah, the it first out my head. the first section was Twitch. Second section was YouTube. So oh, this okay. is all Twitch. Oh, sweet. All right. So the RNG was a more popular segment than I thought it was going to be. So that, that, that was interesting to me. But let's look at the next slide. Do, which one do you feel I, needs the most improvement? The RNG. purple one it is. The most popular one is also the one that you think is the most broken. What the hell? That doesn't make no damn sense. RNG should not have been a surprise. It's more of a spontaneous interactive. Well, that was, you know oh, what? that was a lot of the problems. They said it needs to be more spontaneous. Yeah, especially with the with the segments, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, I've I've got some comments to make about the segment stuff because that that was on me, 
and uh, I'll show you some history of that. Please remind me to do that in case I forget the, the okay. history of the segments. Okay. Um, but I, I do like that uh, that my uh, uh, tabletop fundamental did okay. Yeah. Was, but the anime on the stream, the anime on the stream did the did the best in this one. Looks like. Mm -hmm. No. No, your tabletop and uh, the, the, you want the small slice of the pie for this one. Oh, the smaller is better. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, needs most improvement. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So sure. Okay. Now let's flop over to YouTube. YouTube. Are you a subscriber? You're not a subscriber. Okay. I'm going to say to the one person out there who's like, I don't subscribe to you on YouTube because I'm subscribed to you on Twitch. That's dumb. Well, no, now, that's dumb. I, I there, thought, there are some people who no. say that they, didn't, they don't use YouTube, and I'm okay with that. But if you say that because I'm subscribed to you on Twitch, I don't subscribe to you on YouTube, that's dumb. That's okay. No, 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 no. I, I thought it was dumb, too. Initially, I did. I was like, there is no excuse for that. It's a click. It costs nothing. What the mm. hell, man? The only problem is that now you're, you're, it's permanently on your, on your, your front feed. Every day, when when new stuff comes out, you are notified. It's it's on it's on no, it's on your no, home page. That's, that's only if you click. If on you click that, yeah, yeah. But but your all of your subscription stuff has its own thing that happens on your front page when you open YouTube. It's much more likely the stuff's going to be there. It's and simple. maybe they don't want that. Okay, maybe they don't want our stuff cluttering their landing page. Fine. Okay. Uh, it'll feed through your recommendations even if you don't sub. I, I have a bunch of channels that I don't sub to because I tend to watch through the Legion of Myth stuff and I'm careful about what we sub to with that. Mm -hmm. Like all the science shows that I watch, uh, one of which Garthon was talking about a couple weeks ago, that PBS Eons. Yep. Uh, that's SciShow uh, Space uh, uh, or PBS FaceTime, SciShow, uh, Sci all that stuff. I don't sub, but they're always in my recommendations because I watch a lot of them. So um, it's just the notifications, but... Yeah, and also you know there are buttons at the bottom. I, I'm just gonna say because it is a button click, I that I just didn't like that excuse. Now other people like uh, I think Valdahar just put it in chat like I didn't even have a YouTube account until we started streaming on YouTube a while ago um, when we were doing that temporarily. That's fair. Uh, That's yeah, fair. absolutely okay. fair. fair. So another person typed in there. I don't use YouTube for content. Okay, get it. That. But a, a lot because of people, I'm subscribed to you on Twitch, I won't subscribe yeah. to you on okay. YouTube. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that is dumb. That is dumb. And a, a lot of people use YouTube. Like I, before but before I started streaming, I only used YouTube for how-to guides. Ravenslayer, it's not going to send you a notification unless you click the bell. You have to click the bell. The little notification bell. And I only it, get notifications from two two places. That's it. Yep. And, and, and there, there's two choices now on that notification bell. All or some. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, they changed it recently. All or some. So anyway, let's move on to the next one. <clears throat> yep. Okay, so. Uh, what Legion with YouTube content do you enjoy? Again, RNG and Heathen Dogs Tabletop RPG. Again, I expected the Tabletop RPG. Was a little surprising to me, and not because I think it's bad, but it's based on the viewership, is Garthon's comic poll really up there it was really up there compared to the fact that he only gets like i mean he gets more views now um yeah yeah the, ever since dan didio got fired his he's been getting a bunch his, yeah, of hits, but... yeah yeah we we hit that uh we, we did an rng about about dan didio 
and uh doggy oh wow whatever and uh ever, ever since then garthon's comic bowl got got a hit but when i say a hit i mean like 20 percent. wow that's great no it's 14 views now all right so why is it all the way up on this list i don't know i mean these people are saying that but then they're not they're not actually watching yeah, it there are more votes here than his average view count until like the last month yeah month and a half two months something like that he was getting four to five views a heathen dog knows because i've been bitching about this for what like a year yeah like how do i get him views on youtube and it's just it's been weird so uh yeah, anyway, so that one surprised me. But, uh, I mean, the rest of it just kind of falls into place. What um, I was most disappointed with is the team-ups. Do you guys not like the glitter of gold? I don't understand. Well, this is YouTube. Yeah, I'm just saying. There aren't, I mean, there aren't too many team-up videos on YouTube. That's true. That's true. But but that all our old STO stuff, the Foundry stuff, was goddamn, goddamn gold is what it was. I, gold. I'll give you that. I don't, that hurt, that hurt personal. That was personal hurt right there. Well, th those will stay up there. I'm going to get rid of most of the gameplay videos in the next month or so off of the channel, mm -hmm. except for certain ones that are like complete playthroughs. And I'm definitely not going to touch the Star Trek uh, online ones, but most of the gameplay videos are going to go away. Um, but or, when I say go away, I mean, they're just not going to be on the front page. You'll have to dig for them. Right. But yeah, so yeah, some of that was surprised. This The team up didn't surprise me simply because it's the YouTube side. It would have surprised me more if that was on the Twitch side. Yeah, and yeah, yours, yeah. yours Duncan, on YouTube. I'm, I'm keeping that for sure. Yeah, Foundry's, Foundry's keep getting kept. But uh, I understand Max Liao's game streams because you have a tendency to freak out. YouTube loves that. You know, it's actually interesting. I, I, If you look at my views, though, it doesn't relate to this. I didn't even see that line. It doesn't relate to that. So it's kind of like Garthon. It does not relate to those. Huh. But maybe that's why it's equal. Maybe eight people were just like, oh, we're going to click everything good. Maybe mark the team ups as let play, let's plays. I'll I'll think of something to do. I'm gonna get into some of the problems that we have with our. Yeah, he's gonna have more time now because if he doesn't have to annotate the live stream for four to six hours every Sunday, well, I've got other things I'm gonna be working on too. But yeah, then he's 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 got more time to do other things. There you go. All right, what's next? Max gameplays are fantastic. You mean fantastically embarrassing? Okay. Which content do you feel needs most improvement or should be removed altogether? Well, RPG is not going anywhere. <laughs> Yay! Everyone loves it because I'm yep. the winner. <laughs> Excuse me, just one second. But why the, am I trying to kill, die here? The majority okay. of people do not watch us on YouTube at all. The vast right. majority. Well, not, not vast majority. I wouldn't even say majority, yeah. but the the vast majority of uh, of lines here says so. Right. No, and, and, and that's the thing. And, and that's that's one of the things that for like five years been trying to balance. Um, look, YouTube videos are meant to be tutorials. And I think I had like three or four people in the suggestions or in the survey try to tell me that. I know that. Live streams are supposed to be more interactive. I know that. And over the course of the years, um, we started off just doing this for fun as a little podcast on and so forth. As it turned more business oriented, we'll call it. I was trying to find a way of doing that without giving myself so much damn work to do. Heathen Dog has watched the work that I do on Sundays. Yep. I'll let you describe that. Okay. Uh, uh, he, he made a video 
he uh, he turned on his OBS and he recorded all, recorded all of his screens, a, a video of him annotating one live stream, and this was a year and a half ago, around. And annotating one live stream took something like three hours. What? No. 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 It, 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 the the video was three three hours and change long. Now. Because of because of the changes and stuff, there there's no longer as many automatic processes as, as used for. Now it takes somewhere around five or six, right? The the, the couple of big changes that happen, uh, it takes me eight to ten. And now, that's just, holy yes. shit. Um, it, the the main changes were that uh, when we first did it, I just took the live stream, found the beginning, found the end of it, posted it up there. We were done. Then. Well, you know, I'm still trying to fight the YouTube algorithm of 20 minute videos, blah, blah, blah. I still didn't want to do the, the, the comic pull, for example, there are three comics in there. I didn't want to break it up into three because then that's three separate videos. I have to, I have to annotate, get on social media, blah, 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 do all the graphics for, et cetera, et cetera. So I kept fighting the algorithm and somebody, I'm not going to read chat right now, but somebody in chat's probably saying, well, yeah, because YouTube is different than live stream. And that was mentioned a few times in the survey. Ultimately, I made the choice last year at some point, we're going to break it down. Everything is going to be its own thing. And each, I mean, it, it's not that there's one thing that takes forever. It's that every little part of it takes time, more yeah. time than you think. And I had to break it down. It, it's as if those were, well, let's see, if we had two anime reviews, three, uh, three comic books and an RNG, that's effectively six videos I was doing everything for other than, than the highlights. On Sunday. One day. All on Sunday because I scheduled them out throughout the week. So it's a, you know trying to figure out the keywords to use, trying to, you know, I, I do have this, a lot of this templated, yes, but I also have to, first of all, I have to watch it. So let's say it's two hours long. That's two hours. Um, then I have to, you know, backtrack and get some of the information out of it. Um, and this is no complaint to these guys at all, but like I have to figure out what was Heathen Dog's point in this review, what was Garthon's point in this review, and how do I turn it down to five or six words that I can make for a clickbaity title, you know, things like that. And so, so sometimes we do try to help him with that. Yes. Yep. Uh, so there's there's a lot of stuff in here that uh, that's just yeah. And so the person who made the comment in the survey that said, "Hey, it looks like you're trying to do YouTube videos on." Uh, on Twitch and try, you know, but not do a live stream. Like, what was it? Oh, it said basically said the segmenting was jarring. That was me. That, that I was the one. Heathen Dog and Garthun kind of fought against that a little bit. I wouldn't say fought, but I know you guys weren't Poo -pooed directly a like a little bit on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I that was purely for the YouTube side because, sorry, but Twitch videos don't stay. I mean, they they do with the highlights, but I can go back and look at our Twitch, and ninety percent of the videos have zero or one view on them. I need the videos YouTube ready. It just, it has to be that way. Uh, a comic book review, uh, uh, an anime review, something like that, something that's going to be there for posterity has to be set up for YouTube, even though they're doing a live stream format. It, so that, that was all me. You know, I, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't easy, but I, I, I did cajole them enough into doing it. And I, and I have to thank them both for actually playing along with that because yeah, I've got some other things I'm gonna say about that later. So okay, all right. What do we got next? Um, well, that's it for oh. for just the for just the graphs. Now Max's musings and thoughts. Yeah. 
on this beautiful day. I have a lot data. more than this. Okay. But this is what I have uh, on a slide. It all depends on like what kind of questions and so forth are going to be asked. So first of all, with three, you know, I haven't even looked at your slide, so you probably said that I hate Max. I don't know. But uh, three types of content. So, so these are my comments based on what oh. you guys put in the survey now. So the, these are I'm answering you guys, if not directly, generally. Um, three types of comments for two platforms with one venue. That was a bad idea. Yes, we we should have picked one. And as I said already, I was the one that chose the YouTube focus, and the reason being is because YouTube had the posterity. Okay. Um, Garthon and I wanted to focus on Twitch. Right. The problem with focusing on Twitch, in my opinion, was the fact that nothing was happening there. Uh, we weren't growing. We have the same. I mean, today is different, but that's because we actually did push out advertisements. I had advertisements everywhere this week because I had time to do it because I was dying. Um, and and the couple couple people in chat that have some following uh, actually re retweeted us out. Thank you. That helped us out. So, Thank you very much. Which which goes to show the whole social media thing that we don't do. Uh, yep. But uh, yep, we're too old. Uh, we're too old. It, it was it was a bad idea, but it was the only idea really. It was either that or we would have to do the we're the too old thing. And I see a couple of long chats here, and I'll get to that in a moment. Um, so yes, that was that was me. That was the YouTube thing. Now it was interesting to see equal number of people wanted a more intellectual stimulating conversation rise above the rest fuck you <laughs> versus argumentative this fucking show and I'm, this is where i fuck the disclaimer this fucking show was supposed to be angry angry joe meets crossfire meets bill o'reilly meets chris matthews it was supposed to be argumentative first of all our views support arguments drama and controversy oh rise above no you're just a cuck <laughs> There's no rising above. You get involved. That's what you do. And we tried for five years to be, oh, we're, we're not going to say these words or do these things and got no damn views for it. So no, not going to rise above. I'm going to join it. I'm going to thrash around like the rest of the masses and we're going to get views that way. And oh, by the way, our YouTube videos absolutely show that. Yeah. Our Dan DiDio video, our, our 5G videos, every video that went out there that was, uh, that was ranting and raving and fun got views. Yeah. With, with, the one, with the one caveat, to a T, Heathen Dog's tabletop uh, RPG videos by far did the best. But of the comic book reviews, of the RNGs, and so on and so forth, anyone that had people ranting and raving, any one of them, did way better than all the rest. And that's what this is about. It's about entertainment. And if you don't find that entertaining, I couldn't fucking care less because entertainment is what it's about. If you think, oh, rise above, it makes you more intelligent. No, it doesn't. Studies have been done that people who curse are actually more intelligent than people who don't. I've shown them to these guys because they like to tell me that's, that's uh, oh, if you curse, you're stupid. <laughs> Psychologists don't agree with that. So anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, so, but my, my point in this was that arguments, people like arguments, they like drama, they like controversy. It's just a fact of human nature. Yes, I'd like to rise above that, but these are the same people who watch Jerry fucking Springer or whatever the hell, or some, uh, what's, what's the current that shit person? That I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to reality TV, the Kardashians and all this bullshit. Yeah. You know, 
having five people who are the intellectual elites out there going, oh, I say, good sir, how are you today, old chap? Versus having 500 people, I'm going to take the 500 every time on this medium. That's just the way it is. And as I will state one more time, by trying to take the high road, we got zero increase, zero increase in viewership. Yeah, if, if we do if we do restart this thing, uh, it, it will be it will not be in a family friendly format. And, and if well, that's one of the options. I, I don't want to even try to intone about what we'll do for the future. I, I think there are a few things like I don't think we should have anime comics games. I think it should be one week anime next week comics next, or something like that you know, something because of some of the comments um and in fact that's funny because it goes right into the next one. good segue for me man thank you you're welcome um is people commented on there that well i like anime but i don't like comics and games people on there say oh i like comics but i don't care about anime or i won't watch the anime or, or whatever that yes i don't know i i have nothing for that um we had to do the segmented thing for YouTube. It just, I get it. It didn't work for Twitch. Uh, uh, you know, the, the, now the comment on there about not enough viewer participation, I don't get it because I was actually telling these guys often, Hey, um, you don't have to respond to every single comment that comes through. It's derailing. It's distracting from the, uh, uh, the message you're trying to send. And especially with Garth on, it would throw him yeah. all the way off track. Yeah, and, and we have a funny comment at the end for that. But uh, no, and uh, my with my tabletop RPG stuff, it is I, I am trying to to pass information, like actual you know uh, factual information that I, that I've gleaned from from the tome that it, that the person wrote it for, and I'm trying to do that. And it's more it, I, it's not scripted. I don't script it. The bullet points that you see on the screen are all I got. Everything oh, else oh, is Garthon, just me. Garth on Dog, and I are like. Three, oh yeah, three different tiers of of a, pre a preparation for this. Uh, Max Liao scripts everything he says to the e word. Every word I uh, everything I spoke to you, with a couple of caveats, uh, maybe like five words in there, yep. is fully one hundred percent scripted. Yes. So he's on he's on the high end there. I'm I'm more I wouldn't say the middle middle high, where. I will I will uh, make the uh, the uh, bullet points and I will use that to remind me of what I learned and I'll talk around it. So I they're, they're kind of like note cards, I guess, you know. So so for Snow Lily, I wouldn't let you get by with that now. That That's just it. And the reason being you're right. We all did that back then. The reason that doesn't work now is for the YouTube side of it. And. Yeah, I'll get when I when I read the funny comment from about Garthon, <laughs> Heathen Doc knows what it is. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, no. As a matter of fact, uh, in episode ninety something, when I came in, I I did Earthon, and uh, or was it Shadowrun first? It was Earthon first, right? Yeah, it was Earthon first, and uh, that's what I did. I winged it. I went all from memory, and it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. There oh. were critiques. Yeah, thank you, Zon, for two hundred. Oh biddies. my God, Zon. Thank you, Zon. Awesome, Outstanding. Sir. Yeah, there there were critiques that I was rambling and I wasn't getting on point, so I did. And I I'm not I'm not a hundred percent scripted because I feel like that would that would mean I might as well just make YouTube videos, but uh, I I don't want to wing it either 
because then I could easily just forget something, lose something, or get off track so far that the video turns into some 40-minute nonsense. You know, that could easily happen. So I, I decided to do the, uh, do the uh, note card type, you know, bullet point format to keep me on track, but lets me play around in, inside the track. So, yeah, and, and Garthon, the opposite, the opposite of Max. Yes. No, no script whatsoever. He reads it and he just talks about it. Well, with, whatever with comes, that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip to my final bullet. Just and then I'll move back up the other one because I, I want to read this. Okay. So whoever typed this, I hope you're watching, because I fell out of my chair laughing. It's when pretty I read funny. This. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So it says, Garthon rambles on from memory like a World War II vet trying to remember the name of a buddy lost in the war. But he does have good insight when the flashback comes to him. <laughs> it's like it's a long road, but when you finally get there, you find some gold. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I was like, okay, um, yeah, uh, I mean, because because Garthon, he knows his stuff, he really does. But I would say that I think he needs he needs bullet points to to keep him going. He doesn't need a script like this. That, that's that's just. My, you know, they say when you do a job interview, uh, you know, if they ask you what your weakness is, you never tell them you're a perfectionist because it's not really weakness. No, I, I will tell you for me, it is. It absolutely is a weakness because it will prevent me from acting. It'll prevent me from doing stuff. It'll prevent me from moving forward. And part of that is I have to script or I would sit here shaking, not from red light fright. I'm not afraid of the camera, but I'd be shaking like, oh my God, did I do everything right? Did I do it perfect? Blah, blah, blah. Am, and, am I going to forget something? Yeah. Am I going to screw this up? Is that what's going to happen? Is the world going to swallow me up into a giant sinkhole? And to be clear, I don't know who posted any of these. Uh, the, these were totally anonymous. I even tried to see if I could find out, like if it would show a, a Google account or something after the fact, just because I wanted to see. Nope. So whoever's typed whatever. In fact, I'm pretty wrong about one person who I thought posted something. So by the way, we only have four people in the South Park entry. That's exclamation point South Park. Nobody want the Nobody fractured want, but Maybe they already all have it. Um, I don't know. Actually, there's one I think might be yours because it's indicated something about, hey, when we started this thing. So I'm assuming uh, that was yours. Telling language. Telling language. Yeah. But because we did read them. So, uh, by the way, I am going to go back and read through some of this chat here. I just want to get through uh, our slides here. And then then when we open up for Q&A, we'll hit everything that you guys have here. So, um, Zahn, I just want to make sure... Zahn is also a Patreon supporter. Yes. I want to make sure, Zahn, that you please cancel your Patreon subscription. I'm closing Patreon So uh, after this. So if you are following us on Patreon, please kill that. I, I, it's too much social media, too much weirdness. Anybody who wants to continue to follow us, we our live streams are not are just this live stream is going away. The video game streams are going to yeah. stay and so on and so forth. So uh, follow, just subscribe to our, 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 uh, our Twitch channel, and, uh, and there That's you go. That's fine. Yeah, subscribe to your channel. That's fine. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so last thing I kind of want, uh, wanted to point out here, actually, like I said, I've got a whole page of notes depending on what people ask, but is that the coincidental part for this for me is that 2020 has been a better year than the last four years combined. Um, so some of the changes that I made, and I'm gonna, I've, I've got like a little outro speech I'm gonna do when we end all this. It's gonna talk about this very slightly. But I made a huge mistake about three years ago on YouTube. Um, essentially, to put it in quick terms, I bought subscriptions. <gasps> I did. 
Well, that messes you up with the algorithm because the algorithm doesn't care how many people are subscribed. Well, it does, but not in the way you think. So about three years ago, because I wanted to get that monetization going, I bought subscriptions, got us over that thousand mark. Well, if you have a thousand subscribers, but only five people are watching your videos, not only if you have, let's put it this way. If you have 50 subscribers and five people are watching your videos, that's YouTube 10%. says, yeah, that's, that's 10%. Let's keep putting it out there. If you have a thousand people subscribed and five people are watching your videos, YouTube's like, nobody likes your shit. We're not putting it out anywhere. So it took between me fighting the algorithm, between me fighting Heathen Dog and Garthon to not fight the algorithm, because <laughs> uh, I had to get over the hump first, and then I had to try to get it to them, and, and uh, that was not always a comfortable, uh, I don't say discussion, but uh, I Experience. understood where they're coming from, but yeah, it, exactly, because, you know, change, we all hate change, um, but uh, anyway, it took until pretty much the end of last year, really starting this year, all of a sudden our YouTube channel has started to take off. Maybe not fully with the subscribers, but the view time and the, uh, and the amount of people, uh, the view time and the, and the watches have just shot up. And this is when we're ending. So I, I, there's a coincidence that to me, uh, I, I'm not mad at all. I just, cause, uh, as I'll say a little bit later, I think all of us were kind of starting to feel the burnout after five years. But I just found that that is uh, that was an interesting uh, uh, dichotomy. That hey, we're starting to get successful. Let's quit. What? So uh, from the outside, that's what it looks like. But right, right. Yeah. Um, I did post a link to the to the survey. You might have to scroll up. It is still open. Uh, I'll probably keep it open for another week or so. So anybody else who wants to put their final words and comments in there, call me nasty names. That's fine. That, that happened a couple of times that that was funny. Um, but uh, all right, let, let, let's let's move yeah, on. Let's to go the, to you. Let's move on to the important information. All right. To you. That's right. Oh, you said you comment on the same things I did. Yeah, I want to do that. So three types oh. of content, two platforms, one venue. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It, it's it, it's exactly what you said. Uh, it was uh, when, when you. When you take 50% of your focus over here, 50% of your focus over there, you just end up cross-eyed, not getting anywhere. So pick Twitch, pick YouTube, pick a fucking lane, and go. As a matter of fact, we should go for one game. With There's no live stream. We should all try and do just one damn game. All of us do that game. All of us play that game in team-ups, play that game separately, and make and do either Twitch streams on it, or YouTube videos on it, and not both. Picking your lane and running with something. Mm -hmm. I think that might be a better deal. And uh, equal number, to, yeah, controversy gets clicks. I mean, come on, everyone knows that. You know, Twitch is a bit better because because you can have you have the the conversational aspect sometimes. You know, you, you can get you can get longtime viewers. You know, like Baldahar and Zahn. You know, when when you're at, when they actually uh, connect with the streamer. On some level, I get, but uh, still, I mean, if you're if you're just if you're just uh, really calm, you're 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 gonna get a certain type of people, and that's great, that's great. But on YouTube, you don't get that at all. On 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 YouTube, if you go YouTube route, if you're not edgy, you're not anything. That's it. 
Well, YouTube is also about information. YouTube people watch YouTube videos yeah. want short, concise yeah. information. Yeah, the I'm uh, the opposite on that one. I look for the longer videos. I like my videos that I watch to be an hour, but I know, I know, I'm the outlier in that. Well, yeah, a lot of people. That, that's the reason my my RPG segments do well on do well enough on YouTube, because they they are clo more closely to the YouTube format. I don't stop a lot of the, along the way to answer chat unless Garthon says, Hey, this is an important question or Garthon has a question. And even then comments keep saying, Gar why don't, why isn't that Garthon cat? Shut the fuck up. Oh my God. I, some of those, I never even showed Al. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. As a matter of fact, go, go ahead and delete this VOD. Don't let him know that. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do my tabletop RPG stuff in more of a YouTube format. So it's more popular on YouTube than it is on Twitch. And that has actually worked. Yeah. yeah Cause it is informative. I mean, I, if, if you want to know if you want to buy the game or if you want to learn the game, a lot of people will say, hey, you know, I've seen Heathen Dog stuff. If you want to learn the game and you have trouble learning through reading, this is the way to go. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud of that. I'm really happy about that. But, uh, yeah, usually if it's not informative or if it's not a how-to, it's got to be edgy or it's nothing. Yeah, that, that, that uh, for YouTube, yep. Okay, and the people who like the TTRPG and don't watch anime and comics. I think that's fucking shithouse rat crazy. <laughs> I don't get it. I can't wrap my brain around that, that you can, you can like anime and not like comics. That you can like comics and not like RPGs. I, you know, I can almost get behind the rpg thing i could almost get behind but the anime and comics thing if you like anime and don't like comics there is something super rain man shit wrong with your brain well because then, it then is I, the I, same I fall genre. into that category it is the same no 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 you just need to get a completed run of trade paperbacks and your gold why the last man it is a story about how, how all the men in five minutes died on this planet except for one he's immune and it goes years through his journey and the rebuilding of the of the male part of the species it but is to, a to long be fair, run. i don't like most anime there's some i do yep i don't like most anime and, especially wait, when it's squeaky little girls and so to, forth and com comic books i've never really i understand but to be fair have you have you looked at anything I've given between four and five stars? Uh, not recently. Uh, I did in the past, but I haven't okay. recently. No. And well, the re reason is because when I find them, they're all in German. Mm. That's fair. Yeah, but, even, but that, that, even that is your fault. Crunchyroll does that to me. But that that is your fault because I have told you I can get you a VPN service if you just give me your credit card. But for some reason you don't trust me with your credit card. Whatever whatever you already said you're giving all the information to china and russia their information not you baby i love you <laughs> anyway anyway uh uh the if if i give an anime four and five general people are gonna like it general people like i don't really like anime that much no you're gonna like it's a four or five you're gonna like it i i do that on purpose i like you know Gar garthon gives a lot of fours garthon gives he toned that down in he, recent He months. has toned that down recently, yes, but he gave a lot of fours. Yeah. I don't. I give a lot of threes because, you know what, a lot of shit is just above average. 
to be fair. But if I give something a four, four and a half or a five, most people are going to like it because it's got story. It's got it's got good. It's got good art. It's got good dialogue. And it's storyboarded well. Everything flows that and everyone likes stories like that. I might also be jaded, though. Because years ago, Sherris said that there would be an anime I would love. He was trying to get this is when I just didn't watch any anime. Yep. He's like, you'll love it, you'll love it, you'll love it. I'm like, eh, what was whatever. it? First of all, let me tell you, it's the most god-awful piece of crap I ever watched. <laughs> and, I, and I hope I broke the DVD. <laughs> Perfect Blue. Perfect Blue. Oh, that is... Okay, yeah. That, that, is, that, that is the... Uh, the uh, I blame Sherris for my, f- my anime aversion. Yeah, that that is the uh, the mindfuck level of Akira. With with absolutely nothing for a guy. It's like the girls' version of Akira, which is awful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I get that one. I get that one. But yeah, uh, twenty twenty uh, being the better better in the last four years. And yeah, we got to end now. Burnout happens. It happens to everybody. Uh, me. I'm I'm having some some weird shit happen to me starting last November, and it's getting harder and harder to do the content. I mean, uh, I had to I, I split my stuff, but uh, watching watching an entire season of anime, um, in a week, and then uh, writing up about it, I when when I first started, it took. You know, I was done by Thursday. Then it got to be Thursday night, then Friday morning, then Friday afternoon, then Friday night, then Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. The last one I didn't finish until 6 p.m. Saturday, my time, which is three hours to the live stream. Is that the one where you sent me messages saying I don't think I'm gonna be able to get this one done? No, no that 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 okay. was the that that was that was this Star Trek Adventures. Uh, uh, the the uh, system one where I couldn't Ooh. do it. I couldn't do it because this book is written for shit. The index is worthless. So fact checking takes so damn long. I couldn't finish it. On top of the problems I was having, the book was actively fighting me. So I couldn't. I had to quit. And I got pissed off about that. But, uh, yeah, so I had to stop just because of, uh, just because of that. And, uh, Garthon was just getting general burnout for five years of, of doing this every week. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, he's got burnout. Yeah. There was an index Raven's lair. The index sucks ass. It sucks. It's awful. It's borderline useless. Borderline. Just side useless. note, we will be getting to every, I, I'm, I'm watching the chat spam over here. So your comments are not going to get ignored. You were the idiot that did that did. Oh no no DBS DBS. I did uh, Dragon Ball Super. I couldn't. I, there's no way I could have done Dragon Ball Z. That's like 400 episodes. There's no way I could have done that in any timely fashion. Anyway, it was crazy. That would that that would have been batshit nutty. It was like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna review all of Naruto. That's over 500 episodes. Never happened. Never happened. But I thought 133 or 131, 133 for Dragon Ball Super was doable, and I did it. But uh, it was rough. I'll, I'll give you that. It was rough. It was rough. <laughs> I remember when you said you're gonna break uh, three and four into two different. Um, 
two different was days. It was supposed to be, yeah, it was supposed to be originally, was it two full episodes? Is yeah. Four or something yeah. like that? Yeah. It, it was supposed to be segmented uh, parts one and two on one day and three and four on another. But as I was writing part one, I was like, fuck, this thing's 30 minutes all by itself. And I could not parse it down without losing the the flavor of everything. Without, without, without losing important plot points. I couldn't parse it down anymore. So it went into four weeks instead of two. Because it I just couldn't do it with the time allotted. You know, if I had an hour a day, an hour on the stream just for my shit, that'd be great. But Garth, I wasn't going to stay up for that. I think Duncan hit the nail on the head. I think DBS was Heathen Dog's crowning achievement, though. You were you were going to go go out in style. Thank you, Duncan. Well, one of the reasons that uh, today is the last episode, actually three things in my mind came together uh, all at once. Finish it, yeah. Uh, well, finish it because uh, well, you guys wanted to end two weeks ago, right? Yeah, we we were. Yeah. I was really really pissed off two weeks ago. Yeah, and 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 Al was was coming up on the on the. I'm just gonna rage quit. So. But I was like, well, first of all, Heathen Dog needs to end his Star Trek and needs to end DBZ. So can we do two weeks? Two weeks. Plus, we knew that Garthon was going to be gone. Yeah, he was going to be gone for today. For the last one. Yeah. I personally felt it apropos for me to be here for the last episode. I just th thought it made sense. I was on the first episode. Um, not so much for that, but I I'm the behind-the-scenes person for, like, literally everything. Yep. Oh, so I thought it was important that, that I was here for this. I, to me, it just all made sense. So that's why today became the last episode instead of a – Oh, and lastly, yeah, it was like, hey, we can't just tell everybody, oh, by the way, we quit. Well, we could. So, yeah, we could. That would be a dick move, though. <laughs> it really so, would. And, so I, thought and, I, was, I thought I was at the fight you guys on that one, but you no, both were very agreeable no, no. real quickly. Yeah, we, we were one, good so. with that because, because I knew that the character generation for this book was my most favorite part of it. The character generation for this book is so solid and so easy and so forgiving that it's the best part of the thing. It's the polar opposite of, of whoever fucking edited this, edited this book, turned it into a piece of trash, you know, format wise, turned into a piece of trash. And the, the, the DBZ thing, I had to finish. I had to finish the DBZ thing. And what, what is Cher saying? Uh, Cher saying, uh, or, is is, or is Max, Max? Or is Max finally? I think it would have been a good idea to do it one, one season at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it that Max is fine? I don't know. Is it? Or is Max finally awake? I don't know. I don't know what he was referring to. I don't know who he's, I don't know who he's responding to. Robin said it had been nice to see more discussions on DBS because there's just so much stuff. Yeah, there would. I mean, the thing is though, uh, Max doesn't watch anime, and Garthon doesn't doesn't watch it very much either. So who am I going to discuss it with? I mean, I could discuss it just with chat, but having long long deep discussions with chat that's between three and eight seconds behind on a good day is not fun well actually you know i'm, I'm going to touch on that point so heathen dog knows heathen dog and i do the most talking because garthun's really busy in life and so forth and you know time zones and so on and so forth heathen dog's just a lazy ass so i can get a hold of him anytime i want uh but i'm folks anyway there are a couple things you need to do when you do youtube videos and you do twitch and so on and so forth to grow one of them is collaborate. Out of 255 episodes, how many of them did we collaborate? We had guests. How many? Actual real collaboration. For me, for me, what uh, for, for in my experience, uh, I can think right now of 
three. I can only think of one. Really? Because I don't count the Foundry Roundtable. And well, sorry, but the Foundry Roundtable was just as small as us. That's eh, well, that's you're not going to be able to count. collaborate with someone who's big. They're looking at you and go, "F you." Uh, you try to go. No, the only one I I see is Josh Harrison. Yeah, that was a good one. That too. that, like that brought one. us in true views, at least for one episode. Yeah, I like that. We one. should have we should have kept doing that. Now I'm not I'm not faulting them. I'm not faulting me. I'm not faulting. I'm just saying that's one of the unfortunate things. There's two things that that us three, four if you count Rick, in Legion of Myth. I don't hate. You don't what count? Rick. Okay, gotcha. That is that that we hate. Number one is social media. Yep. We use our social media like a billboard, not as in communication back and forth. Yep. That is the wrong way to use it. These guys have heard me harp on this a million times. Hell, I even tried to hire a social media manager. I didn't. Um, two is you're supposed to collaborate. You're supposed to collaborate with people. So, for example, I tried to offer things like, uh, um, hey, we brought in Josh Harrison, the Earth, Earth Online developer for episode 100. Um, hey, let's get a comic book writer. Let's get somebody who I don't know one of these other anime channels to, to talk. Well, or now like you that. tried to get a comic. One one of your coworkers has a has a son who writes comic books, but uh, apparently he's estranged to his father, so it doesn't well, work out. Well, he he is kind of estranged to his father. Number yeah. one, number two, Garthon poo pooed one of his books. So, so? I, he's he's one of those Portland people, man. What do you want? Like, uh, uh so. Yeah, my point is, well, and also in talking with uh, with you guys, and look, I'm, I'm the same way. When I say, when I'm talking about them, I'm only talking about them because they're who you saw 99% of the time on the show. Mm. I'm, I'm no different. In fact, I'm worse. Heathen Dog does a, does a much better job in grouping with with subscribers, so on and so forth, uh, you know, like during games. I hate it. I honestly do. Not that I hate you. I just don't like that atmosphere. It's not for me. I do it because I actually do have fun with you guys, but that's that's digressing here. Mm -hmm. For for what we're doing here, I I mentioned quite a few times, mostly in the beginning, not so much recently in like last year or so. But uh, like, hey, let's get somebody on that's involved in the comic book news. I don't want to talk to them. I don't like those reviews. I do my own reviews because I don't like their reviews. Wait, what? <laughs> like, um, let's get somebody from this game to you know see if I can reach out and get somebody from this game. No, nah, I don't. I don't want to be bothered by by talking uh, talking to you know, other people, so on and so forth. And unfortunately, that's just something that we either have to get over, or this isn't the venue for us for for this type of live stream, not the video game live stream. Uh, these are all things that we have to look at. So we had two failings, in my opinion, and those were the two failings. Uh, you can also count in the fact that we fought by we, I mean me. Uh, fought against the algorithm for almost two years before I finally gave in and started doing clickbaity stuff and you know whatever else, uh, and some other things. But the lack of social media, and by what I mean by that is like talking on social media, like I'm talking to you now, reading the chat, getting the stuff back and forth, commenting, retweeting, blah 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 blah, all that crap. I don't like it. I don't have time for it. I don't want to have any part of it. I don't care about social media because all it does is usually just piss me off anyway. Like I, I haven't looked at Facebook other than Legion of Myth in about two and a half years, because every time I go there, it's some meme about how orange man bad or I love Trump and you're, it's like, no, I don't want to see any of that crap. The I last... want to go there to find out if you had a baby or graduated high school. Or something. That, is, that, that is a matter of fact. The last time I posted anything on Facebook was eight years ago when my son was born. That was it. That was the last time. Next will be his graduation. Yeah, probably. 
my, my, my timeline is going to look really fucking weird. <laughs> look like a time traveler. <laughs> yeah, like I tell people, I'm a, I'm not a 12 year old Japanese girl. I don't text message people. I don't. It's like yeah, I just, understand. I understand. Okay. So, now, uh, how many how many people do we have? What do we got? We don't. We have six. Six. Okay. We need four more people. Four more people to type exclamation point South Park. And I'm going to give you more time than usual because I'm going to go get my alcohol and start fucking drinking. And I'm going to, Sweet. I'm going to put this big in, I'm going to embiggen this page here. There we go. I might, I might start drinking too. I'm going to go back and start catching up to some of this chat. All right. You do that. Because people need to be responded to. Let's see. Uh, I'm going all the way back to when Zon donated. Again, thank you very much, Zon. Zon has been so awesome to this channel. Like, uh, I, if I remember correctly, he came over because of Elgarian and so forth. And, uh, as you heard a moment ago, you know, Heathen Dog has his opinions on that. But uh, I, I thank all the people who stayed. Look, I do want to talk about the Shroud of the Avatar thing. And, I, and I, somebody posted on there, like, what happened with the diversity of Shroud of the Avatar? There was no diversity with Shroud of the Avatar. They were only here for Shroud of the Avatar. They're here for Elgarian. And that was proven by his own Lord of the Rings videos, where his viewership dropped from 70-some to four and five. So... Let's be fair about that. They were only here for Shroud of the Avatar. So where there's diverse and, you know, liberal, conservative, open-minded, uh, trans this, uh, you know, Christian that, I, it doesn't matter. They were only here for Shroud of the Avatar. So that, that's just the fact of that matter. A couple people hung out and stayed. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, Mahawkman came from the Foundry um, or something to do with the Foundry in Star Trek. Uh, Zahn came from... Uh, uh, the Shroud of the Avatar side. So yeah, some people did say, but the vast majority, they were only here for the Shroud of the Avatar stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. They got the content that they wanted. So I just wanted to put that out there. For if, you're, if you're watching and you made that comment, that's exactly what it was. So it's not about us not being diverse. It's not about us going after snowflakes and so on and so forth, which should be gone after. Um, let's see uh, how two videos are watched uh, for the informative content. So uh, loads of ranting don't work because you, yeah. So there are quite a few videos out there. One of them is one of my Coriolis videos where like most of the messages and comments are like, well, Garthon shut up. And uh, I've had people ask me to redo that video without him on there. The thing, and that's the difference between a live format like this, you know, going back for it, because that's what it's supposed to be. It's, it was supposed to be where there's three of us, four of us, two of us, whatever. It's supposed to be us all chiming in like, hey, I've got knowledge of that. Hey, let me ask you this question. Let's do this. It's supposed to be more of a conversational format, less of a lecture. I'm the one that kind of pushed it to be a lecture, you know, to support the YouTube side since we weren't growing here. Now, if we had a, you know, a thousand, if let's put, if we had a hundred viewers every week on this, I wouldn't care about the YouTube side. So, um, so I posted there's a survey link, opinion based on video support or ranting because they're all, you know, actually, I think that's not a bad idea. Opinion based videos are good as long as you base it on the facts. This is my opinion, and here's why. Actually, I like those type of videos. So, you know, last so long. Yeah, there was a lot of rambling. I'm, I'm guessing that's what there was. Um, but also, Lily, as you know, at that point, we were just trying to feel it out. We we're trying to figure out what this was all about. So, you know, let's see. Do, 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 do. You know, hundred miles. Max makes a list, checks it twice a minute. Ugh. I was nervous even coming into this because before I went to sleep, which again I I owe Heathen Dog and Garthon and you guys a, a huge apology for being late on this. I had my alarm set for the right time. I actually just verified. I had my alarm. Or well, uh, Heathen Dog was doing a Star Trek thing. I verified. 
my alarm didn't or sorry my my hippie my eye hippie did not register the daylight savings time until after my alarm went off it should have gone off an hour earlier and i set it for 201 not two o'clock just to avoid that nice so anyway i looked at it when it went off it said 201 when i saw heathen dog's wtf message and he had all the right in the world to be mad at me um it said three o'clock i'm like what the so anyway, uh, let's see, going down some more chat here. Oh, hey, welcome back, Ethan Dog. I'm just uh, going through the chat here. I just saw the excuse win. Thank you, Ravenslayer. Oh, man, I need more soda, too. In. What's that? You, you were saying? Oh, apparently he's doing his own thing. Um, I'm rain reason for watching YouTube. I don't feel the need to rewatch. None of that. Day. Uh, I'm not mad at anybody. I, I was only addressing that one comment that said, because I'm or I'm a follower on Twitch, I don't subscribe to YouTube. Because there's stuff on YouTube that never saw Twitch. Not much, but there's some. But I just, I personally didn't like that, that answer. I was like, well, that's, it's a click and a click. I mean, I got, the other people who say, like, I don't use YouTube at all. Or uh, there are a couple other ones on there. Yeah, I don't. The YouTube thing isn't for me. Whatever. Okay. I, I get it. But because you follow on Twitch, I just, yeah. I, so I, I personally just didn't like that. But I'm not mad at the person. I just didn't like the response. All you people who watch, freaking awesome. And absolutely thank you for, for watching. Whether you're watching now, watching earlier. Have we lost people? We lost one person, it looks like. Um, but no, thank you all for being here. Whether it's for one minute or 20 minutes. Or 20 hours. Or five years. Woohoo! Let's see. So it became part of my way to try to regular schedule. What? What I missed? Oh, I was part of the Foundry Roundtable. Okay, so you were part of the Foundry Roundtable. Uh -huh. Good. Um, BT, my daughter tends to watch a team stream that usually focuses on one game for a while. The thing is, is Garthon, Heathen Dog, and I. We have different like tastes in games. I know, right? Fuck. That pisses right. me off. Yep. Um, personally, I would like to do something like an MMO. Something that we start from the beginning, and not an old one, has to be a new one. Something that's still kind of nouveau in people's Relevant. mind. Relevant. Yeah. Um, I the games that I have available to me right now that uh, that would be team oriented. I've already talked with these guys, and it was like no, no, no. Crowfall. Um, uh, let's see, was it Crowfall, Star Citizen, and Ashes of Creation? Which I'm still not in the alpha beta for that yet. I need to find out why. But uh, those are the three MMOs that I've got. I don't play shooters. Garthon, I'm so surprised he stayed playing Empyrean Galactic Survival that long. He was doing it for me, and he's a goddamn gem for doing yes, it. Yes, he hates survival games. Yes. Well, now, to be fair, I knew that, and I did most of the survival-y stuff. He just came to shoot shit. Yeah. Um, I would think going forward that, you know, if we were to play one game, though, we'd play it every day, and that would include... I mean, look at Red Specs Gaming. Red Specs Gaming, he'll spend five of his streams just building stuff and chatting with people. Yeah. That's what his stream's about. I, I get it. For somebody like Garthon, that's, that doesn't fit his schedule that yeah. way. For him, that's yeah. disastrous. Yeah. So, um, see, the only time I hit YouTube is if I missed a Twitch. And that, that makes sense. Uh, most of the success is when the most information people watch, use the information, thus. Yep. And I, and I watched some of the Foundry Roundtable. I wasn't interested in it, but I did it, one, because Green Dragoon, Pax Federatica, uh, I guess Mar Hawkman. I got to be honest with you, Mar Hawkman. I didn't know until now that you were part of that. And oh. certainly Duncan Idaho. Um, 
they supported you guys supported us so i made sure to watch those videos like as many as i could and so on and so forth yeah. but it wasn't my content it wasn't i played it i've got a i got a max well maybe not max level anymore but i had a max level character i i've, I've done the stuff in the game but ultimately the game wasn't for me so uh but uh i enjoyed i definitely enjoyed uh garthon heathen dogs foundry roundtable missions more so than i thought i was going to my favorite one is still the one when when he not quit oh god in, in the middle of it not the middle. It was the end. It was the end. But the fucking thing just kept going. There kept being more bad shit. It's like it's like a, a, a Shawshank Redemption, you know, where where he he crawled through a quarter mile of sewer and came out clean on the other side. Except that fucking quarter mile of sewer just kept going, and going, and going. At some point, when you when you crawl five miles, you got to kill yourself to get out. That's what I did. Oh no, he's gone. What happened? He literally dropped out. There he is. Not talk about what just happened. <laughs> I was hacking to death and I clicked the wrong button. Okay. I wanted to make sure I was still muted and well, that big red thing in the center looks so inviting. Yeah. Duncan also says that he they had no interest in growing your audience with that one. It was a passion project to champion the foundry. We were getting good numbers though for that type of thing. STO players would filter through. I'm I'm gonna say something here and Duncan, please forgive me. But I'm going to say this, and I'm saying this to us as well. And I'm going to be saying this again a little later. I get the whole idea of passion project and doing something for fun. But ultimately, if you're not trying to grow, you're simply trying to fail. Like, it's a waste of time. Now, maybe for you guys, it wasn't. But the amount of hours and time that we put into this here, mm. it's 100% a waste of time for us to do this and not grow and, and make something out of it. I, I'm not I'm not disparaging that. I'm, I absolutely love the idea that that was a passion project and that you did it for your own interest and fun. But ultimately, you either have to grow or really nobody cares. And, and that was a rude awakening for me. I watch a ton of videos on, on YouTube and Twitch. And I post some for these guys. And some of those videos were slaps in the face that basically say, if you have 10 viewers today and you had 10 viewers a year ago, you're an effing failure. I think I posted one for you, Heathen Dog, at one point yeah, that, that said that. And uh, the person was right. And that's, that's, and, and I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And matter of fact, I liked what you guys did with the Foundry Roundtable. Some of you guys were a little NPR ish, but uh, <laughs> you need to get a little excitement or some background music or whatever. But ultimately, um, and, and truthfully, I, I liked the episodes most that Duncan was on. So. That's, well, again, uh, my opinion. Duncan has has the has the radio voice. You know, he's really got that radio voice. Now, his his video presence is awful. Mine was today too. I was noticing that. But yeah, Duncan, your video presence sucks. I mean, you're <laughs> leaning. I can't do it. I got my chair locked in. But <laughs> you were talking to me like this last time, just like this. Yeah. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. My God. You know, for a live stream. It wouldn't bother me so much, but knowing that I have to put the videos on YouTube, I'm typing to Heathen Dog like, "What the fuck, man? What <laughs> nothing fuck? I can do, brother. Nothing I can do about that." So, but no, hey, Sauce Mouse say, does have a killer voice. You are right. Sauce Mouse also yes. has a good radio voice. Yes. Yes. I know somebody who doesn't. That guy right there. That guy. <laughs> um. Let's see. So let's see. Uh, me never was a comic fan, and you know I've known Mike for you know, a bunch of years. And, uh, in fact, I've known him longer than you, heathen dog. Mm -hmm. Um, 
because I was stationed with him in Korea. Ah. But uh, up, uh, played vampire and some other. Mike saw me at my worst, literally my worst when it came to role playing games. I, I am embarrassed of who I was in Korea as a role player, both as a game master and as a player. And I know he knows some of the stories, so we're gonna move on. Okay. Uh, love anime, but I don't want spoilers. Okay. Yeah, and I remember that comment. Something wrong here. Oh, so I guess Sheriff was saying there's something wrong. Uh-oh. Did Sheriff come back? Is he good? Uh, when I read, I want to read a full story. Do not want to read story in the same way. Yeah, see, I'm the same way, Mike. Uh, I'm, I'm the same, absolutely the same way when it, when it comes to that. And that's part of my problem with comic books. I think they're too short, cost too much money for what you get. Now, I get it. You have to pay an artist. You have to pay a letter. You have to pay a writer. Hey, Diamond just went out of business. So now the comic books don't, or didn't go out of business. I'm sorry. They stopped publication for, uh, or, uh, for uh, what do you call it? Coronavirus stuff, whatever. You mm -hmm. don't need that anymore. Cyberfrog blood, uh, blood honey. God dang, I keep hitting my mic. Right here. Directly from Ethan Van Skyver to me. Well, so, he didn't. He didn't glue the pages together, but yeah. I well, get no, okay. From from the print, uh, almost did. But uh, but uh, his hands touched it because uh, I don't even think I got it from the shipping department because the shipping department couldn't get it here. Right. The point is, is you don't need diamond anymore. That's an old methodology. I'm not going to get into. You can watch any comic gate video on that stuff. That that it's it's done. Um, yeah. So anyway, th there are a lot of extra hands in the cookie jar there that don't need to be there. Pay the letter. Pay the artist. Pay, right. pay the writer and you know get the book out i get it they can uh, have more pages how, how many people do we have in the south park thing right now one two three four five six seven eight nine oh exactly ten because my fault john i didn't see my fault outstanding my fault thank you hit it close entries and pick a winner venatrix venatrix lucas you are a happy winner of south park the fractured but whole he only gets to have it if he tells me to learn to read. Learn to read. My fault wanted it too, because she was the last one. She she was she was the she crossed she brought over the finish line and had to give the baton to someone else. Unbelievable. <laughs> rigged. Um, I'm still going through <laughs> some of the old chat here. Um, I want to make sure everybody gets responded to. I think the forest was because Garth intended to. Oh, the forest. Yeah. Well, th there's there's some truth to that. Garthon did. Uh, um, he didn't want to read bad books. What's funny though, the books. That oh, he I watched one... bad anime. Yeah, Shit. that's true. <laughs> well, uh, he did read some of the bad books. He just didn't talk about them from the way he explained it to me. Yeah, yeah, he didn't talk about all of his bad books. If he talked about his bad books and got 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 uh, violent on him, we, you know, it'd be it'd be more YouTube but clickiness. But Garthon was our high roader. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. I, I was always kind of poking him in the side, do a bad one, do a bad one, and he would on occasion. But uh, it just—it isn't his thing. Unlike me, and to some degree, Heathen Dog, it isn't his thing to argue on here. So if you want the high road videos and the high road streams, go talk to him. You're not going to get that from me. Hmm. I'm going to low road. If I find out that you're lower roading than me, I will go underneath you still. <laughs> I have no shame. I I have a reasonable amount of road depth. <laughs> I have a I have a depth of road I will not go under. But it's still pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> still still lowish. Low my, my the real crux of my issue is I feel that if you get butthurt by words, fuck you. Yeah. Like that that's 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 my uh, my take is like if I haven't punched you in the face, you can go fuck yourself. So um 
the joke, let's see, the joke was Garthon would say great things about a comic, four stars. He'd say bad things. No, well, that's true. It's funny because I based the rate, our original rating system was one to 20. It's supposed to be a D20 roll. That's the way it was on, if, if anybody remembers Legion with way back in the day, um, on when we had forum reviews, it was always one through 20. Well, for whatever reason, it changed to one to five. That's the way it stayed. So I went back and watched about a maybe a year's worth or not maybe not quite a year's worth, but whatever. It was, it was a lot of videos of Garthon to find out how he rated. And he pretty much rated. It was an average book. It was two and a half stars and blah, blah. I'm like, well, that makes sense. Let's do that. And then all of a sudden, everything started getting elevated to fours, and it became kind of a a know, meme. It was a, a, yeah. a meme that didn't become a meme is basically what that happened. I mean, everyone here knows that four stars is the gold standard. We uh, Baldahar calls it called it so much that uh, that we we gave him a thing. We we, we gave him a. I, I created that. Yep. <laughs> I created that. Gave it to Garthon. I, I created the sound clip. Gave it to Garthon to 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 make him put it in his in his uh, in his. Uh, uh, thing and the, the the reason that doesn't have anymore is because we no longer use the the uh, chat bot we use the Streamlabs yeah. chat bot and that's so, the one thing it's missing the one thing it sucks at is is a viewer initiated uh audio clips it sucks you, you basically Can you can't hear this do it. I don't oh. know if that came through no no it's it's not going to come through it's not going to come through I well it might have pushed I, if I didn't hear it, they didn't okay. hear it. So, so you didn't hear that? Okay. No. I just wanted, I didn't know if that, if that was going to push or not. Nope. Um, yeah, so uh, I used to yell at Heathen Dog. Be like, dude, he just said how much this book was boring. And yes, he like and he it. gave it four and, stars. Yeah, I, mean, I know. He can't and, give that shit four stars. I know, and that's when I, that, that's when I started trying to talk him up and down. During during the segment or at the end, like, but you said this, but you said that, but you did this, but you did that. And I could usually get him to move a star around a star up or down. You know, I could I like usually get him. I don't like to read bad books. Well, I get it, but you just said this was a bad book. Yeah, I know. You said this was a bad book. I'm getting four stars. What? 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 Uh, see sense. some of this you already commented on you're the idiot to, you're an idiot to do all dbz uh i wouldn't say an idiot but yeah even you said those yeah. last week that it was a little bit more yeah like, yeah yeah I, my, my eyes, my were, eyes bigger were bigger than my stomach that, that was a quote that was a quote i hit my eyes were bigger than my stomach yes yes that is true i was hurting i was hurting on that one no just no way in hell i want him saying are they talking about me i, I mean I, oh, probably I, I hope so okay uh i think dbs is the index crowning achievement though yeah no i, I and i said that before I think Duncan's right on that one. You know, it's funny. As long as Duncan and I are not on the same stream, I think we can get along. <laughs> I think if we were on the same stream, that, somehow you know what? one of D us would reach stop. through the – Stop, actually, stop, this way. Duncan, it's not you, okay? It's, it, is, it is your voice. It is your, is your tone. Max Liao hates the NPR tone. He has the same problem with Cthulhu Law. Oh, no, no, no. His uh, – no, no, no. Let me, let me backtrack. Okay. Actually, it has there. There's some subtle nuances in what Duncan says that, to me, just personally, I don't like. And I can guarantee you, there's some things I say that that he doesn't like. Fair. Cthulhu is absolutely NPR. Now, I yeah. actually like Duncan when he was on the show, and I think I said that a few times. I love the way he made slides, and I wish you guys would have, you know, well, watched how he made slides. He really uh, made uh, good uh, slides. Uh, uh, uh. I, I I adjusted them when he gave them to me. 
Uh, well, okay. So you adjust them down from being long paragraph sentences to like three words. That's what I'm saying. All right. Now, if you if you centered them, okay. Uh, well, good job. That was on you. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, no, I actually when when Duncan was on the show, I I liked. I like it. Actually, I liked all of our guests. I don't think there was anyone. Was there anyone? I feel like there was one that I was like, please don't let this person. Green Dragoon. Green Dragoon. Oh, he did not have the ability to speak. He had no presence. He had no presence. Zero presence. Yeah. He had, uh, he, of course, he had the ability to speak, but he, he didn't have the, the ability to speak with any kind of uh, uh, presence that would even slightly command your attention. Right. Knew the subject matter that he wanted in and to talk out, about. In and out. But the way he spoke and the manner in which he spoke it made it uninteresting. Yes. And yep. that's and that's sad because what he what he was talking about was interesting. And and I and Cthulhu Law, I know I sent you a couple of messages like, dude, it's like an NPR show. But you know, I, I don't think I ever said not to have him back. In fact, I I like I think Cthulhu Law just needed practice. Yeah. I mean, he had you know. never done anything like that before, ever. So I, I've appreciated all the guests. So, so I think before Heathen Dog's time, we had Bob on here for the longest time. Bob frustrated the crap out of me because he'd be like, that's news to Bob. I'd be like, dude, that, that news is five years old, Bob. <laughs> like, but he's and, not lying. And oh, by the, and oh, by the way, you were wrong on 40% of it. But hey, okay, you know. okay, okay. That part he's lying. But the whole news to him is not lying. <laughs> yeah, that is true. The, the title is right. The title's um, right. Uh, Jerrica was on here. I remember uh, uh, we had her on a couple times at the beginning, so that was good. Uh, I don't want to forget anybody, so I'm going to move on here. Let's see. Let's see, I watched Gin, what? Gintanma. Okay, for about five times. I love keep watching the same scene over and over again since I don't really like most anime on Netflix. Oh, that was Noro. Okay. <laughs> you don't talk to your wife on stream. Get out of here. I know. Get out of here. <laughs> see, hate Facebook, huh? Only use it when I absolutely have to. All right, all right, all right. You are way behind. We're, we are going to, we're going to move on. I, no, move I, on. I'm trying. Okay. No, we're going to move on. I promise that on. we are going to read the chat. Yeah. We, and you did a lot of it. We're going to move on. Okay. Now from now, go ahead and scroll to the bottom, scroll to the bottom. All right. Fine. Yes. Mar Hawkman. I liked working with Duncan in the round table as well. I did. Like I said, everything green dragoon said was good. Everything he said was on point. Everything he said, it was just, he didn't have presence to say it in a, in front of a forum. That's all I'm saying. I mean, 90% of that is trading. That's all it is. But anyway, now you can ask us any question you want. We get to choose whether or not to answer, answer personal questions. Oh, like, I thought that's what we were doing already. That's what I thought the chat part well, was. Well, no, I'm talking about like personal, okay. like, like, like uh, Max Liao. How big is your penis and why is it so small? No, we're probably not going to answer questions like that. Genetics. Probably not. That's why I have a Japanese wife. Yes, but the thing is, you didn't actually answer the first part of the question. How big oh. is your penis and why is it so small? The first part of the question, you're going you're gonna to answer that on, on the internet. I'm a shower, not a grower. Oh, wait, no, I'm a grower, not a shower. That's how it goes. All right, never mind. Okay, so you, you can ask Max Liao, Max Liao any question you want, and he will answer you no matter what. You can ask me any question you want, and if it's too personal, I will say fuck you. And, and I can I will, only think of two types of questions I will not answer. I will, I will not throw, answer I will throw direct the, politics, and I will not answer direct religion. Okay, I will throw the band hammer at anyone. I don't care. All right, 
So, lay it on us. Which gives me time. Will Noro's arty party ever return? World of Prob tanks, people. World of tanks. Probably not. Why One, she didn't get views on it. And uh, two, she can't play World of Tanks for a couple of hours. What ends up happening to her is that she gets so frustrated. I, I, just so you know, in World of Tanks, I punched a hole in my door. <laughs> she patched it up. Um, oh, it's co well, it's covered nice. with my house Liao banner right now. But that's uh, not I patching it up. I thought she actually went to the German no, no, no. equivalent of Home Depot and no, no, and she did. No, she, shit. no, she she patched it up. She cut out another little section of like similar wood that didn't come from the door that came from a hidden spot, and it's covered up. I mean, you can see that it's patched, but it's kind of sanded and so forth. Looks kind of nice. Okay. But uh, no, it's a very frustrating game. And uh, so she plays it basically while she's doing, you know, her household chores or whatever. Uh, she'll play like a match or two, then she'll go wash clothes, then she'll play a match or two, then she'll go do dishes. She can't sit there and play it for a couple hours. Um, and let's be honest, Noro doesn't really like streaming anyway. 14 messages were deleted by a moderator. What yep. happened? Uh, uh, Baldahar dared me to ban him. I did. Oh. Well, no, I timed him out. <laughs> for five minutes. Okay. Yeah. I timed about. When will Max play FFX2? Wait, hold on. Let's make sure we're getting these in order. I really don't want to miss any. Okay, no, yeah, here we go. Uh, uh, Naro's already party. I got that one. Heathen Dog, what is your favorite anime? My favorite anime. Wow, okay. Uh, my favorite anime, that, that's not like what you reviewed on the stream. My favorite anime. Shit. Wow, that is that's an anime? No, no, it's just a tough, it's a tough answer. It really is. It's a tough answer. Uh, you know what? I'm, I have to go with nostalgia. And I, I rewatched it for the 100th episode of the live stream. And my God, it fucking holds up. Uh, I'm gonna have to say my, my favorite anime is fist of the north star fist of the north star definitely really the the 19 one of the few i've watched yeah yeah i know the 1990 you're already dead 1994 i not happy not happy before that because i watched it when i was on kirtland yeah and that it, was uh, actually 93 it, it must have been 89 it must have been 89 it, it must have been 1989 is when it came out and uh it's just it 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 really spoke to my young adolescent male brain. And then as it got older, I, I, I saw it again and the, it has a classic storyline, a classic hero's journey type thing. And the, the reason they are tropes is because they work and this worked. So yeah, I'm going to say my favorite is uh fist of North star. My uh, the best anime I've seen, the best one, to this day, I have to say, Assassination Classroom. It is technically brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. In both animation, not both, but in uh, in animation, in storyline, in dialogue, in execution, it is perfect. It is a perfect story. It is. Assassination Classroom, two seasons, it ended. It ended perfectly. I mean, it did. It, it beginning, middle, end. It's got it all. It was written. It was. It's a goddamn Swiss watch of anime. It's beautiful. So me personally, 
my feeling, Fist of the North Star. My my brain, Assassination Classroom. Um, when will Max play Final Fantasy X two? Probably Fantasy. never. Why not? I don't have I don't have it, and I've got so many other JRPGs that I'm probably not going to get through this year. That, uh, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's that simple. Once I'm done with the year of the JRPG, I probably won't go back to them for a while. I've got so many games that I'm trying to play, or not trying to play, that I want to play, but uh, the year of the JRPG is kind of getting in the way of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm loving the game that I'm playing right now, though. I got to be very open yeah. and honest about that. But so I probably won't play that. It's just not my thing. I understand. So uh, I understand. next one, you can take Duncan's. Yes, I'll take Duncan's. Could you guys play a tabletop? We talked about that a tabletop RPG on the stream. We talked about that a year ago. And uh, we tried to get it together, but we just couldn't. Now, with our Saturdays opened up, you know, maybe we can. Maybe we can. Um, I was thinking of running a Call of Cthulhu game, uh, 4th edition, I think, because it's the last edition I felt I, I really love. Um, and And they are good one-shotters. They are really good one-shot games. You can do a two- or four-hour game session and have a complete story with Call of Cthulhu. At the end of it, you're either dead or insane, but that's the complete story of Call of Cthulhu, you know? So it's really, it's, it, it really lends itself to, uh, to, uh, 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 two, two to four hour streaming environment. So I still want to do that. And I know Cthulhu law is on board with that, but I can't get two other people for the time frame. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Max Leal would. But the, it's the time frame that's the problem for him. Um, wow. Okay. Um, I don't like online gaming. I've tried it a couple of times. I've tried it with both Fantasy Grounds and Roll RP, uh, Roll Twenty. And my style of gaming, I'll I'll do it with these guys one because you know I'm friends with them. Um, but Heathen Dog said a couple of key words there that that make me go. Eh. Words are like one shot. I barely tolerate Gen Con games because I know that that's the point of them. I'm the type of person who likes to create a character, build a character, and deal with a character. I need the eye contact. Uh, I, I need I need I need the setting around me. And I found that online play is more about people wandering off getting soda. Uh, it's uh, people three seconds behind, you know, trying to interrupt you but not interrupting at the right point, throwing everything off. Uh, and it's a lot more about numbers and, and maps and less about theater of the mind. Again, not saying I wouldn't play it. It's just it's not so much my style in the couple of times that I've tried it. So. I understand. And the, the way... What is that? Hey, thank you. Whoa! Zon, again. Thousand biddies. Thank you very much, Thousand Zon. biddies. Thank you very much, Zon. But uh, no, the, the, the way I do uh, uh, Call of Cthulhu is... Uh, this this is this is what I did the last five times I did a, a one shot campaign, a, a one day, four hours. Here you go. We're gonna play a game in four hours. I had twenty characters, twenty pre generated characters. Mm -hmm. I gave them to the four people. Pick one each. What they picked, I made a story right there about about them based on the characters they chose and then we went it was then the uh it's hard on me because you know i have to 
I have to really make up shit on the fly, but I get to feed off of you, how you play your character, how you describe your character creates the story or helps me create the story. So it really, they really enjoyed it every time. They really did. Do you think that that could translate to online though? I think it could. The reason being is because uh, there would be no, uh, with with all uh, with with four people, there would be no uh, latency. We'd all be on the same uh, video chat. There would be no latency involved, so everyone could. What do you mean you'd you know, be on the same video chat? Well, no. What what he's talking about is is an is a a, a Twitch streamed RPG, a Twitch streamed tabletop. Oh, so more RPG. like Critical Role. And yes, not like a role yes, 20. like ah, Critical Role, not like Roll Twenty. Critical Role. Okay. No. I, now, I'd it, be- yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It is possible to use the the roll twenty software to you know so so everyone can see the rolls as they happen, stuff like that. That could happen. Better, but... Okay, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but you know the 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 main thing will will be the the storytelling be between the game master and the players. That's what he's mm-hmm. talking about. And yes, I've been talking about that too. I want to do that. And now that a new day's opened up, and uh, I I I can do Call of Cthulhu in my sleep. I can do that in my sleep. That's not a problem. That and and uh, uh, AD and D second edition, I can do in my sleep. Yeah, for me, it's AD and D and Earth Dawn. Yeah, uh, Shadowrun first edition, I can do in my sleep. That would be fun. Yeah. Um. So Mike had a comment here. Your lie in April was a very good one. I don't know what that meant. So I'm gonna move on to the next one. Okay. Uh, did, I, did I lie to somebody in April? It's not April yet. That'd be happy last year. Uh, uh, Lion April is an anime that I did not review. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I see. I saw the lowercase L for. I got it. Yeah, okay, I didn't know. Lion that was April anime. is an anime I did not review it. I thought you were saying something that we were talking about. I'm like, no, I lie about. Okay, that's good. Uh, so Spectrifier says, why is Max old and lame? Not old enough or lame enough for you yet? No, no, you are. You are pretty old. You are the. You are the oldest person. Um, I am. Who is on video right now? <laughs> that's true. true and and uh with with your cough and your and your physical problems right now you're pretty lame i you i, I kind of miss speaking like i did the other day which i seriously sounded like an 80 year old chain smoking woman that was awesome yeah so he he the dog all right um which one i've never seen anime record lotus war. actually i agree with sheriff i really did like record of lotus war yep um what's the next one you get the next one where is it Need to play uh, TTRPG with viewers. Well, I've got a comment about no, that, but you go yeah, first. No, no, that's not possible. That is not possible. Uh, the reason being, um, mm, okay, uh, you with with just viewers is stupid. With just viewers, uh, you there's no way to know if they're really committed to. Uh, to to real to really play the game or if they're just being a-holes stuff like that that that's why that's why when when i when i play a game with viewers it's with subscribers because mm-hmm. at least i know there's a certain level of commitment they have and they they have put this money forward and why would they sabotage their own good time so just viewers know subscribers maybe but they would have to have a setup equal to or better than ours you know, uh, uh, both Max and I have the Yeti mics, and we have uh, we have HD cameras and stuff like that. And listen uh, to the first episode that I posted on our Discord yesterday. 
and see how differently that sounds, except for maybe Garthon. Yeah. Then, <laughs> versus now. Then this. Yes. And it is it is vastly different. And uh, it, it just wouldn't look good. You know, it wouldn't look or sound good. So there, there would have to be so many gatekeeping ideas in there to, you know, so people have to have certain rig that it would, it would be too restrictive. It'd be too restrictive. So, yeah, that's that's why I wouldn't do it with just viewers or subscribers. With something like that. Playing games and stuff, all you have to do is have a sound connection that's halfway decent. And most people have that. You know, that's fine. But playing a tabletop RPG, you have to have a video, a solid video connection. Which means you have to have a solid internet connection. Which, <coughs> some people don't have. Alright? And uh, Duncan, Idaho, you got to admit, you don't have it either. You don't have a you don't have an internet connection that I would call solid. I mean, mine wasn't solid when I transferred from Comcast to AT and T, but that was a growing pain type situation. I get it. Now it's been solid ever since. So yeah, there's that. Well, th then then there's some other technical things in there. So I, I my profession is video conferencing. Yeah. So I notice things that other people don't. That whether subconsciously or consciously other people do notice whether they care or not it's a different story and some things like uh, uh raven put in there he'd need to get a new mic you'd also have to adjust your sound sensitivity settings so we're not hearing all the crap in the background yeah uh you know when i'm playing a deep rock galactic fine whatever but for a role-playing game that no that would absolutely extraneous sound is verboten mm -hmm. Verboten because you don't want to miss anything the game master says, and you don't want to miss any any uh, clues or cues from your fellow players either. And uh, uh, any any sound could take you out of the moment, and that couple, is not great. Couple comments we missed real quickly. Ravenslayer did say that uh, the original Apple Seed and Bubblegum Crisis, as well as Megazon Twenty Three, which pre precursor to Robotech, were ones that he liked. Yep, I get that. Uh, Let's see. I haven't seen. I I know the names because I remember people talking about. I think there's like an apple seed comic or manga or something like that that people were getting in high school when I was in high school. Yeah. Uh, Haruma. There's some TTRPGs that might give some idea of how it plays out. Yeah. The the biggest thing that um, that I struggle with right now is uh, the group that I have, even though we're not playing right now, not just because of Corona, but even before then we stopped. Is that a couple of them are really strong role players couple of them are really anti-role player and it's hard for me in a situation like that to not be me like so then i just end up just being me and it, and it's, it's so for the role play my role playing is has not been really strong happening right and and part of me i blame critical role for that you do know that those are all professional voice actors right you're not going to get a critical role group no but i know when i role play with garthon and Heathen Dog, and Bob, and Azure Worm, and whoever the hell else we were gaming with back in the day, that we had the click. And a lot of times for me, I, I can tell you right now, Heathen Dog is much better at the, at the Gen Con thing than I am. Because I have to learn the group around me. I have to understand how my character fits in. I'm a slow roller. But mm. once I get going, I get tied to that character, and my character becomes integral to the group as a personality, if not for you know the character it's, um, or for the stats. Um, where Heathen Dog, I've seen him do it, can just jump in and actually, to some degree, take over a session in in a uh, like uh, the Earth Done one a couple years ago. Uh, and I'm not saying that negatively. I'm just saying that, that I'm, a, I'm more of a slow roller in that one. I uh, yeah, I have to have a, a group of people around me that I can get to know, and it's mm -hmm. hard to do that with the online stuff. 
the other thing I noticed about online, I didn't suffer this so much because I didn't because I was kind of the problem, but I didn't come back. Um, is uh, people will play one week, not play the next week. You know, I remember in the old days, Zarkarias, if he was here, he'd for sure know this. We had rules. You guys who played with me in my Earthdown game, yep. you remember the, the the rule? How many sessions were you allowed to miss in a year before I just kicked you out? What was it like? Two or four? I don't. Three. Three. Okay. You I can hit, miss hit three. the middle. Yeah. At the third session, I kicked you out of the group, and we played every single week for every eight to week. ten hours. Yep. That's Cut. the way gaming used to be. Yeah. This whole I play four hours once a month. I don't even want to be in your game. So that's the problem that I also have with the online stuff. So um, let's see. Let's see. Spectrifier's thinking about something. Youngins. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Mike is older than me. Uh, actually, you met Mike. I forgot about that. I don't recall. He was at, he was on Andrews. He was at uh, bowling at the time. He was in our group for a short time. Um, time delay. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, here, here's, here's the thing with my brain. All right. Uh, there's a lot of things that happen to me that I don't remember. Because they're not necessary for your survival? Exactly. My brain dumps shit because it's he because at some point my brain decided it was unimportant shit and just lost it. There is stuff that uh, the, my 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 uh, my friend Craig, I've known him since we were 14. He remembers stuff that happened that that he says was super important and like it affected both of us very dearly that I don't recall. I'm like, I don't remember that shit. But to be it, clear, I was just saying that because I just remembered myself because I forgot that you. Okay, there you go. But I don't remember that shit. Like, like I don't remember stuff that happened last year. If my brain decided it wasn't important, it just dumped it. That's right. He came over to play the computer games. We we're doing the land games. I forgot about that, and you weren't part okay. of the land game stuff. Okay, right? good. Because I'm gonna say I don't remember the fucking land games either. <laughs> like, okay, good. I'm not a part of that either. All right, good. Um, let's see, in live play of a video game, the game has a lot of noise drowns out the background. Yeah. Um, that, that can happen. Yep. Shout. I've, I'm supposed to know what Bob's screaming there and I forgot what that is. I know that's a reference to something. Uh, week in, week out, eight hours a session is what we play in my group. Yeah. But you can't get anybody to do that anymore. No, no. I don't know. I don't know anybody who, who, will, and, and I'll be honest with you. I won't play in a game that doesn't do that. This is one of the reasons why I don't play in any games. In a game. Uh, yeah. You're not in the game anymore. Uh, that's why. It's like, if you're telling me uh, someone's character's name, shout. Okay. Oh, that's right. That was, okay. Gotcha. Um, I just don't think that you can have enough growth role-playing and, and uh, you know, we'll just, I don't want to call it experience because that sounds like XP, but it's just, you don't get enough growth. I forget kind of like what, what Heathen Dog was just talking about there. What the hell happened last session? So on and so forth. I needed to keep moving. You know, I get it. Sometimes things happen. We got the Corona weirdness going on right now, so on and so forth. Sure. But I have to have a nice steady group. So what we decided on at one point for this group was, uh, and, and this has since changed, but because some people are like, well, we're in Germany. I want to go on vacations and do all this other stuff. How about this? We're going to play three times a month. So if the month has four weekends in it, one weekend's free. If it's one of those rare months that has five weekends in it, you get two weeks free. But we're going to play three weekends a month. And that was still pulling teeth to get somebody to show up for more than four to six hours. I was, I, I, again, I'm old school in some of this stuff. Mm. I don't want to play a game. What, what is it? Uh, the, the new mentality for a dungeon is it shouldn't have more than five rooms. 
three yeah. rooms are meaningful. You, you one's told a red me that, and, one's and boss. yeah, you told me that, and I don't want. I, I just, I immediately my my brain went. The fucking asshole is lying to you. Why is he doing this? This is the stupidest lie I ever heard in my life. It's 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 when you said that, it was exactly the same as if someone said to me, "Hey, Brett, the sky is purple. Believe it." When you talk to the kids nowadays, and yeah, I'm making the kids like nowadays. You said that, right? Yeah, you said no, that but, came out. Well, All right. I, I did intentionally, because <laughs> the people like you and me and Zark and so on and so forth who are old, we we don't necessarily feel this way. But when you talk to them, they're like, "I'm not doing anything for more than four hours. What are you talking about? I got stuff to do with my life. I got to do this. It's this this whole go go go, which is part of the modern world. And I get that. The other problem is is that they play these games like computer games. They want a decision tree. They don't want to act out a character. They don't want to role play a character. Or if they are role playing, it's always some weird extreme role playing nth degree thing that you can't get. Uh, they want to play it like it's a computer game. And you know what? Fine. That That is the type of way some people can play and want to play. That's not for me. I I want to role play. I want to get to know your character. I want your character to get to know mine. Now, I'm not talking for eight hours where we're all just sitting there and thou'st hearken thine way toward the northern league. No, it's... But I want you to react to a situation as your character reacts, react, not just say, oh, yeah, I'm scared. Um, can I roll to attack? So. Okay, now... All right, I got a problem with this. Okay. I got a problem with... Okay, here, here, here's the thing. Um, it's called a role-playing game, which means that uh, if you're playing it like a computer game, you're literally doing it wrong. I'm going to respond as the way they respond to me, just so you can hear it. Um, first of all, don't tell me how to role-play. As long as I'm there, I'm role-playing. Nope. And just because I am not a thee and thou actor, some thespian, doesn't mean I'm not role-playing. Nope. You're a nerd. I'm here to play a game and have fun. Nope. I'm with you. Yeah. I, Everything just you just said was wrong. Now, you, we, we all know that you weren't saying it. You were being a mouthpiece yeah. for other people who were saying it. But everything you said was wrong. Uh, mm -hmm. Oof, that hurts really bad. Um, yes, uh, I am going to judge you, not because of the way you role play, but the way you don't. It's a role playing game. You're not role playing. So you're doing it wrong. It's just I, like uh, if you if you sit on a bike and you try and pedal backward with the intent of going forward. I'm going to tell you that you're doing it wrong. The default response almost every time is don't tell me how to role play. You're not role playing. I'm telling you to role play. I'm just I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I can't. It's hard for me to argue the other side because I agree with what because you're it's stupid. Uh, don't tell me how to do it. You're not doing it. I'm telling you to do it. A goddamn attempt at this point would be a miracle. So t I'll let you calm down for a moment while I answer Spectrifier's question. All right. Why is a Vindicator not a trash chassis? Why? Because in the 3025 version of the Battletech game, I can take the Vindicator and beat most mechs of its class. I my favorite my favorite battle with the Vindicator was a guy that I'd known for a short time. I was stationed at Kirtland at this time. Uh, his name was Don. He was in the Air Force Reserve. And he he actually talked to Michael Stackpole and pissed off Michael Stackpole with some of his shenanigans. Um, Stackpole's kind of the most famous Battletech author, for those who don't know. But uh, he uh, uh, we had this game, and he, and he loved the Wolverine. He loved Wolverine as a comic book character. He loved the Wolverine mech. He loved everything to do with the word Wolverine. 
and I lit him up with my Vindicator. Wolverine's faster, it's technically stronger, and should pound the Wolver the Vindicator down. But if you know how to utilize it, the Vindicator's only weakness, in my opinion, is that it is slow. It is way too slow for a 45-ton mech. Um, other than that, it's well-balanced. It's got those LRMs. It's got the PPC. You do without the small laser. It jumps. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a well-balanced mech. But, is it a great but, mech? Let's be honest. No, it's not. Baldahar says it's not beating someone if they pass out after you run them around for 18 hours. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. So Baldahar, he's heard my stories and some of this stuff. I didn't actually do that to Mike, but I will do that in the game. Yes, I, I will, uh, I will bore people. Uh, in the fact, because people take BattleTech, and especially when I watch them play now, they'll go like this. Okay, here are my max. Here are your max. Oh, I'm the guy that goes like this. Here, you're, oh, you coming at me? Hold on, bro. <laughs> Come at me, bro. I'm gonna run away. I use my, if I win initiative, I'm, uh, I'm waiting to see where you're going and I'm getting the firing position. If I lose initiative, I'm going to find cover and you're not going to get to shoot on me. It's pretty much that simple. Obviously, there are more tactics to it than that, yeah. but that's it, how I play. Yeah, the, 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 other, the other tactics depend upon your mission objective, but yeah. Right. You know, the game takes too long then. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. not trying to run in with sword and board and chop, chop, chop. I'm trying to beat you. You know, it's like MMA. Um, people hate MMA fights that are boring. I'm like, these assholes are trying to win. Let them. So anyway, uh, yeah, the 3025 hunchback, you just don't get close. Um, you might survive that one. But uh, yeah, so I've always liked the Vindicator chassis. Is it the greatest one out there? No. Will I win every fight? Hell no. But I do like it. It is one of my favorite ones. Whitworth is another one that's really underrated that people don't like. People hate the Whitworth for whatever reason. I'm like, it's just a little 45 ton, or 40 ton archer. How can you hate that? But okay. Um, let's see. What, what? Who's next? I don't know, man, but it's. I have this kid in my group that spends more time on the phone. Well, Bob used to do that crap and piss me off. He started playing his goddamn Game Boy. <laughs> Either you're in the game or you're not in the game. Pick yeah, one. yeah. If you're on the phone except for combat, then uh, you're not actually in the game. Yep. Right. You you are you are a bot. How does Max feel about players playing as Driders? It's not going to happen in a game I'm in, so I don't have any feelings. No, in about a game it. you're running. No, in a game I'm in, I'll leave the game. If you oh. if you allow somebody to play a Drider, unless it's a purely all evil game, I I wouldn't be in it. Uh, let's see, cost advice, but. I know the answer already. Uh, Max, not beating someone. If they, uh, okay. Uh, all right. I think we got to the yeah, end. I just it. I have some parting comments. Um, okay. Do you have parting comments? Because you go first. I, I do not. I do not go. I oh. I yield the floor. Okay. So, want to start off by thanking Liliandra and Garthon. It was the three of us who started this beast five years ago. Yes, this is scripted again. For various real-life reasons, Lily and I ended up falling off the show, but it was us three that got the ball rolling 255 episodes ago. Over the year, other co-hosts and guests have included Bob, Jerrica, Algarian, Green Dragoon, Josh Harrison, the line developer of Earthbound 4th Edition, and of course, Cthulhu Law and Duncan Idaho. Hmm. If I missed anyone, my apologies, but my thanks to every one of you. I have to be honest, at first I was very, very skeptical of Heathen Dog co-hosting with Garthon. However, my phantom fears were quickly dispelled 
and old Brett here became a very welcome mainstay alongside Garthon. I think the two team up very well, and I hope you all have felt the same. As the show grew from a quirky Let's See If This Works podcast, we did just for fun, into something more meaningful and, dare I say, business-minded, put a lot more stress on all of us. It's easy to say, I just do this to, for fun when you first start, but it's not truthful at this point. It can't be. The time and effort that goes into the subject matter research, the notes, the drafts, the graphics, the post stream annotations, so on and so forth, all take a lot of time. Not to mention the cost of the books we purchase from Amazon, Drive-Thru RPG, and other sources. On the tabletop RPG front, Heathen Dog had to read, test, and understand that each of these each of these games before bringing them to you, most of which he'd never played before. I don't know if you guys realize that. I've never played, played a lot of these games. Yeah, I haven't done it. By the way, on average, these are by far the most watched Legion of Myth videos on YouTube. On the anime side of the house, he had to watch, research, and script those anime reviews. Sure, two movie reviews every other week may not be so hard, but imagine the time it takes to watch two 20-plus episode series across one week plus all the live stream preparation that goes with it. Garthon upped his ante of comic books to find the ones he thought you'd most enjoy, including some sneak peeks at Xenoscope and Boom Comics, which I've got to contact them to remove our access. Uh, my taxes tell me I lost over $4,000 this year on Legion of Myth. And that says <laughs> nothing about the time investment. The point is, this is damn near a second job that cannot, in good conscience, be done just for fun. It has to be for both fun and growth, or it's just not worth the time and effort. Look, each of us has our limits, and I know I broke both Garthon Heath and Lug's limits on more than one occasion. Believe me when I tell you, they broke mine as well. But for years, we were still having fun. For me, I really like the challenge of trying to grow, trying to recover from a disastrous YouTube mistake I made back in 2017, of seeing how to try and make Twitch and YouTube work for us, mostly on the YouTube side for me. Coincidentally, I feel like it started to stop being fun for each of us around the same time, about sometime late last year. Do you agree with that, Eden Dog? Yeah, I can get with that. Be between October and November. Yep. It seems when a hit for all of us. Uh, that's just my opinion. But also, as a sad coincidence, that's exactly when our YouTube channel started to see actual growth. Finally recovering, yep, some, uh, from the aforementioned mistake. In monetary terms, we've increased our monthly income eight-fold in the last six months. So what's my point in this? To point out that Heathen and Garthon put a lot of effort into these shows, and the more business it became, the more draining it became as well, especially when the business side is stagnant. No, it's not hard to just review a comic book or create an RPG character. Hell, that's fun, even more so when you guys are watching and chatting. But to do these things just right, to get those views, which translate into watch time, which translates into comments and shares, which finally translates into YouTube or Twitch giving a shit. Is that camera-centered? Uh, where was your call to action? Why is the lip syncing off? Uh, you spelled that wrong. Exactly. 20 seconds, guys. I can't work with 30, and 15 isn't enough. These all sound familiar to you? Yeah. 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 So, for lasting through five years of that and putting up with the years of me constantly pointing out small criticisms and flaws, to be fair, even to myself when I guest host, Garthon and Heathen Dog deserve an incredible amount of sympathy and thanks. 
They don't get the sympathy from me, but they certainly do get the thanks. And I may even cut them a final paycheck. Seriously, though, thank you guys. Garthun, if you're still watching, Keith and Doug being here, thank you. Whatever form this takes in the future, if it takes form again, you, Brett and Alex, have my sincerest thanks and respect for your time, effort, and your tenure for everything you've done to this point. And finally, thank you to everyone, past, present, future, who watched, chatted, followed, subscribed, donated, shared, or otherwise supported us. Zahn? You could have spent your time anywhere. It's true. Yet, at least once, you decided to spend it with us. And for that, you have my sincerest thanks. Whatever you think of me personally. I will keep the two-minute survey open for a few more days, so if you have not had a chance to take it and want to have your say, please click the link. I'll put it in chat in a moment here again, which you can also find in the panels or description below. Yeah, if you're watching on Twitch right now, you can find it. It's called two-minute survey. You can just find it below, and if you're watching on YouTube, I'll put it in the description. And we will use this information to help us in the future. To wrap up, only this live stream is going away. All the gameplay streams are staying, so we hope to see you there. I'll get a good schedule up on our Discord server ASAP, and that's where everything's going to be now, on our Discord server. Yep. As always, we look forward to your questions, comments, and suggestions, and thank you very much for the five years of fun. Outstanding. Thank you very much, Max Liao. And again, thank all of our viewers. You guys are awesome, and yeah, I mean, with, without you guys to talk to, I probably wouldn't have been doing this for as long as I did. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I like talking about anime. I like talking about RPGs, uh, Star Trek adventures. The, the, the book itself broke me a little bit, but didn't you know how hard that was for me? Because I know you like Star Trek. I know your background in Star Trek online. I know all that stuff. And then this game. Yeah. It, it the, the game, anyway, anyway, I want to move away from that, but, uh, uh, and I want to continue to do this, but right now I just can't. I just can't. I have to figure out some stuff with all kinds of stuff. And especially now with the uh, shelter in place and the school's out, I am now a school teacher to my son. We have uh, seven hours of classes every day, Monday through Friday. So I don't have the ability to watch the anime and research the RPG to do this anymore. I just don't. So, yeah. This, this has to stop, and I'm sad, and I'm I'm glad you guys are missing it because that means you liked it. Go bury that book out in the backyard. Raven's Lair, I wouldn't do that. This was a put gift. It, put, it with, put it with your darkest dungeon. No, this was a Christmas gift. Uh, from yeah. somebody I know. From wow. somebody you know every time you look in a mirror. That's right. So I'm not going to go do that. And plus, the, once once you've memorized the book, the the, the book format is not a problem. So I'm waiting on that day, but uh, whatever. Anyway, I want to thank everyone for coming by today. Max Liao, Garthon, and I really appreciate it. And I hope you had fun. I had fun. Max, did you have? Yeah, Max had fun. Yeah. Other than being late, which I still feel bad about. You should be because that was that was a that was a bitch move. Anyway, I love doing that. I love it. I don't get to do that a whole lot because he's he he gets the last say in Discord. But uh, yes, I want to thank everyone coming by here. Really appreciate it. And we're going to miss you every Saturday night here. We are. And I'm going to miss, uh, I'm going to miss uh, being here with you. But uh, again, we are not stopping our weekly streams for games. So me and Sherris, Monday and Wednesday, 
me, Sheris, My Fault, Sauce Mouse, Garthon even on Thursdays and Tuesday, uh, th Thursdays and uh, and Monday nights. So yeah, I mean on Fridays of course me, Max Liao, Sheris, and assorted folk. Just, I do plan on continuing making, I, I don't know what kind of a, a, we call it a calendar I'm going to have for this schedule, but YouTube I videos. am, in, yeah, I am going to, I'm trying to figure out what I will, how I can balance YouTube, making YouTube videos and so forth. I have a few things on the side that I've kind of put away for the last three, four years that I've got to catch up on, but none of this is going away permanently. No. So. But uh, so you will be seeing us, and uh, if you want us to to you know play a different game or you not no no that's not that's not the right thing to say because you don't have to boss me. But if you have any suggestions about other games that you that you you think we would like, then yeah, we're all for it. We'll, I'll I'll try it out. Especially you know what, uh, throw it up in Discord, and uh, I'll I'll you know if if I have the game or the game is cheap or i have i have room for my budget maybe i'll play it on saturday to test it out see what happens that's fine just fine but yeah i mean uh, we still want your input we still want your uh, your excitement for for stuff and we want you to be involved so go ahead and throw all that stuff in discord that's where we are most of the time so that's where you're most likely to get us i like to think of this as a recharging time what do you think? yeah i think that's a i think that's a good plan i mean uh uh, the, 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 the format of this has to change, uh, and, uh, the, the amount of time it takes during the week has to change. But, uh, other than that, I, I want, I want the live stream to come back. I really do. Ravens there already had his, but it was too expensive. Well, sometimes expensive is expensive. Number 256 to be announced. That's right. Yep. To be announced. I'm yeah. pretty sure though it's going to be a number one because you know we got to follow the comic book rule of a number one every month. <laughs> but uh, no, also I, I really do think that what we've got here is good. I just think it needs to be reformatted. Yeah, it, it needs to be streamlined, to to be uh, to be sleek and agile, both on screen and behind the scenes. If both of those processes can be streamlined down to make them faster and and uh, and more manageable then this this uh, this is something that can be done on the long term legion myth the reboot legion myth the reboot exactly <laughs> phase right. two legion myth phase two that's for that's for packs there it is there it is packs you, you better trademark that because it's coming all right again thank you very much thank you very much everyone for coming by really appreciate it and uh you already know all this information the the schedule we just talked about it just now. I just talked about it just now. Everyone just talked about it just now. And the deuce. Remember, was it like 240 or 220? I'd have Co to look it up, but it's, it's, like, of yeah, it's bucks. like 250. Yeah, yeah. somewhere around couple there. of bucks. The next stream on the deuce is going to get you a free game roll. So do that. And, of course, Twitch TV, YouTube, Twitter, and Discord. Again, I'm going to stress Discord because that's what I'm on the most. And that, that's, how, here. And that, that's how Max Liao communicates mostly is with discord so check that out and of course our gear we're still gonna have our gear up right here i got the polo shirt right here i'll That's tell you right now the polo shirt it's a little faded more than i'd hoped it would be but the new shirt designs for the t-shirts are absolutely brilliant and i don't mean like as in they're awesome uh you know i mean they they show brilliantly yes like my wife uh, i was running uh, a couple weeks ago and i was running my wife's like i can actually read that from pretty far away it's like sweet 
there you go. That's what we want. <laughs> and again, thank you to everyone who has who has generously joking. given us ducats throughout the years. We really appreciate it, and we were able to give those. We have turned those ducats into games, turn those ducats into twenty five dollar gift cards, turn those ducats into, uh, well, yeah, we all got a couple bucks every month. We did. Real quickly, I'm going to jump in. For people watching right now, sorry for YouTube viewers later, but um, if you're watching on Twitch, you hover your mouse over the screen, or I don't know what the icon looks like if you're watching on phone and tablet, you're going to see a bunch of people you can follow there. Make sure you follow as many of them as possible. Yes. Uh, they've been really supportive of the channel, or the people we know, or whatever. Um, John Sparta was on. Spectrifier is here right now. I saw that he was doing some Dota or something the other day. Some game. No, it wasn't Dota. He was doing some game the other day. Unfortunately, I just didn't have the opportunity to watch. Um, but yeah, please be sure to follow those channels. Yes, please. But again, I want to thank you, subscribers, followers, and viewers. And we hope to see you again next time. And when that next time is going to be, I don't know. But I hope you stick around. I hope you watch our other content. And uh, when when we do come back with this thing, which we most likely will. Uh, I, I hope you will be at uh, our, the, the new episode one. That'd be great. Until then, everyone, thank you very much. Hope you have a great morning because it's morning now, wherever you are. 7.20 in the morning. Yeah, there you go. And uh, as always, remember, be a legionnaire.